Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death. How are y'all doing today? I'm We're doing great. Yeah, good, good. It's Christmas. It's cold. Mm -hmm. um, got all my good buddies together, playing some D and D. What could be better? Mm. Maybe some presents. Maybe some mm. spice cider. Yeah, that would show actually nail. That would be nice. <laughs> Never had spice cider actually. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come to America. No, we'll civilize you. It's more about mulled wine over spiced. here. Yeah, mulled wine. I've had mulled wine, I think. It's like mm. the stuff they put like the... It's like it's the same thing, but with cider. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. I see. Yeah. Yeah, you do like cloves and nutmeg and cinnamon and, and um, apple juice and heat it up and add some rum or whiskey or something. Yeah, they're kind of nice, gross, my opinion. No, I think They're okay. The, do you know what? The thing I've got with mulled wine is like... Everyone cooks all the alcohol off it. Yeah, you cook it to be yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It. And there's like you spend the whole night mold drinking wine? it. It's like I'm not actually drunk. Mold, mold, M U L L E D. Mold. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, you got to add uh, the. You don't, need, well, you don't need to say it like that. It's just mold. Mold <laughs> wine. Mold wine. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to say it like you're in a fucking Victorian London. <laughs> Would you like some mold wine, sir? <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> I only have two coppers. <laughs> See, this is what I get for showing up. What are they even saying? I can't even hear the difference between the pronunciations at all. Shut up, Neil. I remember. I remember the first time oh, no. I met you, my friend Dom. He's the yeah. best at fucking accents. Oh my god. Do you remember him? We played the Game of Thrones board game. Yeah, that yeah. guy does every accent so well. And you're sitting there like, they all sound the same to me. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have much of an ear for accents. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, we're short one player, but we're going to just wing it and we're going to do it without a man. Uh, you know, consequences be damned. You know? True. <clears throat> so, we all, you know, Archie's the strong with silent type. So we'll be okay. <laughs> He's actually here. His camera's just off the whole time. He's just that yeah, yeah. strong and silent. Here, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we are going to pick up our game. Not in any specific period of time. You know what? We left off leaving Alba Island. Bunch of things happened. We're not going to worry about all that right now. We're going to just kind of do a little, a little story. It happens maybe a day, maybe a week, maybe a couple months after. Its placement in time is not particularly important. Um. <clears throat> Our party is in a fog bank and the winds have died down low and you're not entirely sure where you are. You can't see stars and the vision in front of you is thin enough, um, is blocked enough that you can't move too fast even with your rowers. If there is a rock, if there is a reef, you won't have ample time to see it if you're going at full speed to stop. So your ship is sort of floating and drifting in the fog bank, waiting for some clearing, waiting for something right, to Can be... I ask, which, are we on the big ship or the the, street, yeah. the quick ship? Whichever ship you had when you... It, it's just well, the... We had both with us. I think we're on the big ship, right? Because we still had we had some guys with us on Alba Island. I think it's just the, the four ship. of you and your monkey, and you're on the swift okay. ship. Then we're whatever. on the small okay. ship, yeah. 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 Um, right. And you're just kind of hanging out <laughs> in this fog bank when Sail gets a little bit of like, you know, a tug on this amulet that you've been wearing. This amulet that you've had around your neck for a long time 
And you've been wondering, if I recall correctly, what the powers of this amulet are, yeah? Yes, I've been trying to decipher its abilities for a while. Mm-hmm. And what have you come up with so far? Uh, I think I like critically <laughs> failed my check, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if I remember. <laughs> Perceived it to be very powerful, though. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was junk, actually, and nearly threw it away. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no. I know it's an amulet of power because of where we found it and the context in which we found it. Uh, associated, um, I think there was some dialogue between me and an NPC or something that, like, the amulet was for me and the rapier was for John, and then there was daggers and all sorts of rohish stuff in the vault of the... What was that royal family called? Kaiser family? The Kaiser family. Yeah, the Kaiser family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know it has some sort of power of some kind, and it's made of sandstone, which is like Rohi's thing. Mm -hmm. So it's something to do with him. Mm -hmm. And that's that's all I know. While you're in this becalmed fog bank... Um, just sort of pacing on the side of your ship, which, remember, you're on the small ship. There's not a below deck. So you're just, there's really the one deck and the bilge where you put your rocks. And you can put some tarps over you if the weather's bad or whatnot, but there, there's not really a lot of cover up here. And you're fairly close to the water's edge. Um, and as you're pacing or walking or whatever it is that you do in the becalmed fog, you can feel the amulet, like, pulling on your neck. Like, it's gaining weight or, like, some sort of invisible hand is wrapping around it and, like, tugging it gently towards the ground, towards the sea. Uh, I will reach up and grab it and like hold it in my hand. Mm. It is practically humming. You know, there's like a little bit of a vibration running through it as it continues. Even, you know, with your hand there, you could could lift it in your hand and you would still feel the tug being pulled down. Um, And you still feel that, that incessant drawing you somewhere. Does anyone else around me notice? I think I'm currently saying to Nilram, Nilram, how can we be lost? You've been sailing around the same set of islands for the last three years. We might as well just let Sail navigate. You might as well just pray to his god and decide which way we go, because you clearly don't know where the fuck you are. Captain, we're in a fog bank. We just need to let it pass. We've been in these before, and we're going to be in these in the future. You've been saying that for the last 36 hours? How big is this fog bank? Are we sailing around in circles? What's going on? They well, don't we sail in one direction, and uh, yeah, we'll eventually get out. I can't believe this. I storm off to the other side of the small boat. <laughs> I look to Archie. <laughs> Archie just Archie. shakes his head and pets the monkey. <laughs> Is the oh, monkey yeah. afraid of Archie, actually? Mm, no, not that no, real, okay. not really. Not uh, no, me. not like in the same way that things are afraid of John. Just slightly undead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. It's just a little, a little undead, a little soul shattering. I uh, go and sit down on the other side of the boat and say, "Sail, go and have a word with Norum because he doesn't know where the fuck we are." Uh, I'll turn to the captain and say, uh, "I don't know where we are either, but something's going on with this thing." I like hold up the amulet that's like weighing down my hand. What do you mean? I don't know. It's just it's humming and it feels really heavy. It's like it's calling me. You hear this, Norm? This sounds uh, ominous. And I go over and uh, put my hand towards, like, to touch the amulet. Mm-hmm. If Sail will let uh, you. Yeah, I wait for Sail to see if he's okay with it. Yeah, I'll hold it out towards him so that he can feel it. I'll grab it, and can I run, like, an archaeology check or something of the sort? 
I don't let you take it off me. Yeah, I won't take it off you now. Mm. Archaeology wouldn't work. Uh, give me a spellcraft check. Yes. Let me bring this up to the dice. Uh, 24. Um, yes. <laughs> With the 24, you have no fucking idea what this is. No. No whatsoever. You're a, you're a wizard. This is definitely wizard magic going on. Uh, this is definitely not wizard uh, magic happening player. here. This is just like, I don't know, some sort of holy cleric thing. Does it feel heavy though, or no? No, it doesn't really feel heavy. You feel more of um, like you can feel that sort of vibration that he's talking about, um, okay. but you don't feel the the tugging towards the the sea that he is talking about. I feel the vibration, but I don't feel it tugging at all. Hmm. I'm uh, I'm not Maybe sure. Sale, can you talk to our god? I'll uh, inspect Nilrun's face to see if he smirks after he says our god. I don't think he does. Not at this point. Yeah, not at this point, right. no. He's committed. Um, I think Neil, yeah. Before I try to commune with Rohi, I'm going to take the ambulance off my neck and like hold it like a pendulum and like swing it in a circle and then see oh, if Oh, yeah. Like... You hold it off your neck and immediately it just comes out to one side. Right before you can even start the swinging process, it like moves away from you towards the towards the short end of the boat and then it holds at an angle in that direction. Uh, I'll turn to Neil and say, I, I think it's pointing me somewhere. And I'll like, can I get to that? Can I get closer to where it's pointing? Yeah, you boat. walk, it gets you to the edge of the boat and then it just dangles down as if into the water. Uh, um, I will... Uh, I will... Can I cast light on a gold coin or something? Yeah. yeah I'll cast light on a gold coin and drop it into the water. It I will... swoosh to the edge of the boat to watch it. <laughs> it hits the way... It hits the, the water with a bit of a plop and begins to drop down into the murky depths. And as it drops, you see a set of bright violet eyes looking up at you as the coin sort of rests on the top of some dark leathery skin. Ah! I jump back from the edge of the boat. <laughs> uh, I stare back at the What creature. the hell is that? Uh, I think that's him. I think I've seen his face before. Um, Tim? I'll say greetings, Rohi. Skew back to the edge. From the edge, or no, you get closer to the edge? I'm like right at the edge. Like You're right it. at the like, edge. I know this guy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I, I backed away from the edge when okay. I saw it, but I'll go, but I'll go back over to look. Is what I'm okay. Do I feel like I've seen this guy before? Uh, Probably I not. I think, think so, Nilrum. I don't think you've seen any of this shit before. Yeah. No, I went to the waves once, but I don't remember what I saw. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Nilrum will go and inspect it. He's not going to touch it, but look at it. Yeah, well, somewhere beneath the waves, a couple of meters, is this these violet eyes staring up at you, at the lot of you, and this gold coin sitting on this sort of dark, midnight blue, leathery, shark-skinny-looking flesh. The light radius is normally quite large, but in this context, it only seems to extend enough to see, like, the forehead of these, like, bright, sort of elongated eyes. They're not, like, nice round things. They're sort of, you know, almost, not teardrop-shaped, but, like, oval-shaped or ellipse-shaped. Mm -hmm. I'll, uh, <clears throat> I'll call out to the creature. I assume mm -hmm. in my head, I think, this looks. Does this look like the last time I, the first time I saw Rohi in the water? Mm -hmm. Like has this? Yeah. 
I'll mm-hmm. call out and say, Rohi, uh, why have you come? Um, the amulet will start to sway back and forth in response, but there's not a, a word that bubbles from the surface. I will turn to the crew and be like, I'll be back in a couple of minutes. And Are I, you going in there? Yeah, and I jump in the water to talk to Rope. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I'll just tie a rope around you. <laughs> uh, he'll put me back. <laughs> All right. So benefactor. Good luck. Um, so Archie, help him over. Say hi. Archie helps him over the barrier. <laughs> um, you sink beneath the waves, <clears throat> not falling too far before your feet come to rest on some firm substance. And it is down here that you get your answer. And it comes sort of trembling to you. <clears throat> Sail, my greatest Oliver. They have discovered me. I need to hide. I see. Where do you hide a god? Um, One of these little tendrils will coil up out of the inky darkness and come to rest underneath your medallion still held in your hand and begin to wrap around it. Um, and then the creature sort of shrinks and you feel your feet losing grip of something as the what appears to have been some sort of massive octopus or squid looking creature becomes like this tiny little thing that clasps on to the sandstone medallion around your neck um, and then sort of petrifies into a sandstone octopus on top of the sandstone medallion. Uh, I looked down in shock. Didn't know he could do that. Um, um, yeah. And then bubbles begin to form around you, which probably should make you sink faster, but in this case do seem to give you a little bit of support and rise you to the surface, where Archie will grab you by the, the back of your collar and help lift you from the waters. I'll get up, and I'll cough up like the bit of water that's in my mouth. Like... <clears throat> And uh, I'll sit down on the boat and I'll say, uh, well, I guess uh, I guess I'll never be closer to God. And I'll start, like, showing the amulet and be like, uh, I'll changed. Say, he, he climbs See into him? the amulet. Or is he in the amulet? He, what? It's like, a little, it's like a little creature that is now part of the amulet. It used to just be like a, a block of sandstone. Now it's like a block of sandstone with like a little carved... Um, octopus hanging out on it. Interesting. Uh, I'll say to the crew, said he said he was discovered and uh, he needs to hide or lay low. He needs to be somewhere safe. I'll look down. I'll be like, I mean, I guess I haven't died yet, so this is a pretty safe place to be. <clears throat> uh, John clears his throat, takes a step forward, takes off his hat, goes down, sort of on one knee, and says, uh, "Welcome." Welcome to my ship, my lord. Uh, I'll make sure that you're comfortable here and safe. Uh, sail, sail, I'll look after you. And then I'll stand back and put my hat back on and say, well, first time I've had a god aboard my ship. Is he going to help it. out with uh, the duties, Captain? <laughs> Maybe he can swap the deck, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Sail just has to do twice as much now, I suppose. I'm not sure. Doing chores for two now, Sail. <laughs> No, no, um, I, I'm the privileged priest. I think we 
In fact, I should do less work now. I have even more power on this ship. Let's be uh, let's be clear here. You know, even if I'm transporting a king to the side of the kingdom, I'm still a captain on my own ship when he's there. I think uh, that is somewhat true, but I think hierarchy gets a little bit finicky um, when, with a snap of a tendril, he could send you to the bottom of the ocean. Yes, well, remains to be seen what powers my, like this, my friend here has. <clears throat> if you didn't have Archie, how many mutinies would have you have survived? <laughs> I've never even been in a single mutiny sail, so I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> I'll have you know I'm harder to kill than I look. You may uh, be harder to kill than you look, but people wouldn't try. If you, or people would try if you had Archie, if you didn't have Archie. Good job he's still sitting here, right? But uh, enough. Okay, fine. You can keep the same amount of chores. We'll, we'll, we'll keep things split as they are. Right, well, okay, this is all well and good, but did he happen to tell you the way out of this fog bank before he uh, jumped in there? Um, I like, I'll take the amulet off again and like spin it. Does it point anywhere? No, it just sort of dangles there. Do, do, do. Uh, unfortunately, Captain, uh, he did not elaborate upon our situation. <laughs> so he has just gone into hiding, I think, and we've got to figure this out on our own. Um, well, I suppose if you don't know where we are, you can't spill the details on where he is. That's true. This may Captain, be... I told you, I know exactly where we are. Well, where is that, Nora? In a fog bag? Probably <laughs> only an hour left out directly that way. That's the way we've been going. That's the way we're going to continue to go. Nora, do you need me to cast No Direction? I, do, do you want me to? The compasses are still working, right? I take my we compass have, out. Do we have compasses? It spins wildly in all directions. Okay, well, maybe they're not working. Maybe no room. Maybe we've got turned around. Maybe we're not heading east anymore. No direction would be good. Yes, please. Help me. All right. Good. Says I, I will cast no direction. All right. You reach into your you reach to your into your pocket to grab that small scrap of a parchment map, at least a hundred years old, that you use to cast the spell. Um, I, I thought I could use sand. You can. I know, yeah. but I was just trying to. Okay. I was trying to create a little bit of time so I could say as you're doing that something happens but you're absolutely right you can't just use your sand but it ruins the dramatic effect um, sorry it's okay you're 100% right. You're right as you reach for your amulet and begin to rub some sand off of the little octopus on it um, you see something in the fog before you can even encant the first word of your spell and floating sort of in your direction or maybe you're floating in its direction is a vessel, a large vessel with three masts on it. Its sides, however, are tattered. Um, it is a, a sail ship. The sails are in tatters, the decks are rotting, frayed ropes burst along their coils. The creaks of beams and the slosh of water in the hull indicate the ship is no longer seaworthy and has taken on a significant amount of water. The foresail has windows that peer within um, but you're a little bit below the deck, so you can't really see what might be inside of it. Uh, on the side of the vessel is a name that is still quite legible despite the decrepit condition of the ship. And the ship's name is Tower of Rust. 
I look at the thing as it approaches our ship. I nudge Nilram and say, You ever been on a ghost ship, Nilram? I don't, uh, I don't recall I have, Captain. I don't know what happened the last three months, but I don't think so yet. Lost in a fog bank? Ship like this shows up? Assuming our fish friend, I point at the amulet, sent it for us. Probably a way out? Could be. Uh, <laughs> I think we have to check I it out. Inspect the ship. Is there like any obvious markings of like what caused mm. the damage? Mm -mm. Most of the damage looks like rot. It looks like it's just a ship that has been out at sea for far too long and has succumbed to weather and effects and um, decay. But it would I will, be like uh... a ship that's sailing worthy, but it is sailing. It is floating still. Floating. But it definitely looks like it's not in great condition. Like, if somehow you were able to board the ship, which actually wouldn't be hard because you're moving very slowly in its direction and you could just latch on with a couple of hooks. Um, if you were to get on the ship and lift the sails, like, the sails wouldn't hold wind. But if you put on new sails, like, the whole thing's probably not very seaworthy. Like, one storm would probably sink the whole thing. Hell, it, it might just sink tomorrow. It looks bad. It's, um, it, you know, it would be a death trap to try and pilot this vessel <clears throat> I start grabbing some ropes and hooks and mm -hmm. I say well either we're meant to go on board and it's a gift or it's just a, an abandoned ship and there might be treasure on board so I think we have to check it out I start like uh, I tie some knots and like start swelling the rope above my head and like go to throw it onto the other ship to latch us to it mm -hmm. how yeah, far is it's it? Um, it's maybe, you know, 50 feet in front of you. Now the prow is, by the time you're, you've asked this question after examining it for a little bit, the prow is maybe near your prow. You're kind of passing like this. Mm. I'll grab some of the, uh, the ropes and I'll dimension door up with the ropes to the top to, like, hook it. Yeah. Nice. Or I can just throw the rope up to you once you're up there. <laughs> see, because uh, I get really scared when I use that Yeah, you, you fucking kill yourself with that spell. You just let me climb up. It's like the one reason I've got all these rope proficiencies. I go to, like, cast the spell and uh, Captain better stops of it. me. He's like, this is the only, this is what I fucking do. This is it. I was like, all right, I want to go. All right. You can latch on to the ship and pull yours aside. The two will sit next to each other um, in the water nice and calmly. And the four of you, plus your monkey, can climb aboard the ship. Well, I climb up first, right? And I'll, I tie the rope once I get up there to something. So I'm looking around. I listen. You know, I use my rope mm -hmm. skills to listen to the ship now. Do I yeah. hear anything? Um, you just hear the creaking of beams and the sloshing of water coming from within the hull. But you do see things up here. Now that you've climbed oh, yeah. on, and you know you need to attach more than one rope. Like, you got to have at least yeah. two so the boats will stay side by side but you've only got the one right now and you're looking around and you can see there's like um, you know, you're on the main deck and it rises in the front and the back for the foresail and the afsail, Um and there are portholes alongside each of them the foresail has windows that peer within and inside is a figure sitting at a table that looks suspiciously like some sort of long dead knight wrapped in full plate mail. Its back is, uh, its front is to you, and you can see a pair of burning lights within the helm. Um, the creature will immediately step up and step to when the porthole. 
and bang on the window, but no sound or vibration will reach you or the main deck. It's simply visual of this this thing that's clearly not alive, but dressed in armor, pounding on the window. It doesn't make a noise, though. You said it. just sort of see it. Yeah, you see what looks like something pounding on the window, but there's no noise and no vibration. I think uh, I sort of, like, shocked, step back a little bit, and then composed myself. And, uh, like, like, Nora, throw me up another rope. You guys need to get up here. I throw another rope and Norm will scramble on up. I mm-hmm. start tying, like, I get all the ropes in place and start tying them so our ship's secure. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I'll, you know, like, give Norm a hand. And then as he, like, if Norm's the first up, as I, like, pull him up onto the deck, I say, like, don't look now, but there's there's something inside the hull. And I pull him up onto the ship. Norm and then I do will this. look now. <laughs> <laughs> you see the same thing. Um, there is a creature within this ship. It has a great helm of wrought iron carved in intricate patterns um, and where there should be a face and eyes, there's naught but darkness and two burning spots that should be that could be and eyes, like but are not. it's just pounding the door? It seems to have pounded on the, the window a few times. These, like, circular portholes um, and has then moved to the door, which has, like, a nice square window within it. Um, and yeah. is trying to get to the, the doorknob, but cannot get out. Um, the see uh, here's the door does not open. I help the whole crew up, Archie and Sale, and I wonder if we should take a break here, because I think Yannis yeah. can... I think yeah. this is a fantastic spot to take our first break, and we'll be back on the other side with a little bit more Tides of Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. So... We're on this this vessel floating in the water. It's sort of creaking underneath you. Um, and there's this figure through this window who clearly is devoid of life. Um, and he's got these fiery red eyes. And it doesn't look like he's politely asking you to come out, uh, to, to let mm-hmm. him out. He looks like he's trying to break his way out to come kill you, but is somehow trapped in this room. Um, let me uh, on the, let me try something here. Oh, sorry, go on. Oh. Uh, there, this is just you know what's on the force on the afsle. There is an oaken door um, with a still bright finish on it, like it hasn't decayed ever. And where there ought to be a doorknob, there is like a little circular um, <clears throat> stamp or imprint that has a like a, the shape of a palm in it. And the circular imprint it seems to be made out of lead or some other sort of um, dingy gray metal. Uh, and there are a pair of lips that are made from wood positioned, you know, right where you would put a, a knocker on the door. The The whole okay. ship is apparently unanchored. It doesn't seem to be attached to anything. And you can hear the distant sound of a bell from time to time, but you can't actually see a bell anywhere on the boat. Does the bell... Does this door remind me of Aldrich's discriminating door? Is it different? Mm, Aldrich's discriminating door could have many visual formats, right? You could you could use it on a lot of Got different it. things. So um, it doesn't inherently remind you of that. The lead spot where you would put a hand seems unusual. The lips you would recognize as maybe a, a magic mouth spell or something like that. Um, or like a, an apparatus through which a magic mouth spell could act. 
and that's so the foresail's on the front of the ship the afsil's on the back of the ship and you've got the the death knight looking thing in the front room and the back room has no windows but it has this like it's the only thing on the ship that doesn't appear to be completely corroded and broken away how tall are like the doors average human height you know a, a normal so if I enlarged door. Archie he couldn't get through it he would have a hard time squeezing through it yeah got it um, um so I look back and forth between the two and I'll say well got some interesting choices here lads you've got a ghost knight or a talking door I'll leave it up to you to decide well I've got an idea and I will reach over to the nearest rotting plank and try to pull on it and see if it breaks away easily um, your hand sort of breaks through the top of the plank where it's been rotted away and you, you can rip up a section of the top like you know a board seems to be rotted through the middle and the top of it peels away but the bottom of the board feels solid still it doesn't feel like it, it breaks down so it doesn't so it, it is actually rotted it's not like magically resisting the top of it is yes is rotting and pullable right well, there doesn't seem to be much magic holding this place afoot together. Let's be honest, there's definitely magic here. Well, there definitely is. Um, I'll go inspect the back door. I think... Yeah. Um, oh, grabbed. Sure. <laughs> Shut up. Sorry. I fail. Yeah, you fail. You take a look at it. You're not. You, you're not really have enough information to make any inferences based on the visual appearance usually with spellcraft you need to see something being cast with a good enough role you might be able to figure out what something is anyway um but part of your inspection of the door brings you close enough to it that the lips begin to move and a voice comes out uh, a feminine voice speaks out to you this level is a pro- open to apprentices of all orders white red and black at least they're inclusive <laughs> I put my hand on the door <clears throat> please Guess show your, your access pass the fuck access pass I'll show my spell book hey, hey listen here door I'm the captain of this ship now so you'll open up alright this is my ship open up no, make it open. This level oh, is open to apprentices of all orders. White, red, and black. Do you remember in your research, Norum, any orders of magical skills? I don't hey. know. No, they have what? something like that over in Solon, don't they? They do. Nilrum, this is where that archaeology proficiency of yours really comes into play. Um, We are currently living in the Age of Iron. It is the third age of the world, maybe fourth age, depending on how you want to count them. Um, But during the last age, the Age of Might, there were many great schools of magic that were developed. Uh, Wizards really flourished here instead of sorcerers or witches or other sources of magic. Um, People managed to figure out a way to harness magic reliably and train people reliably and there were many great schools, many great towers of magic spread throughout the land to help people 
um, access magic. And there were three general orders or schools or uh, classes of magic. The, the Those of the white robes, those of the red robes, and those of the black robes. There were many towers of sorcery spread throughout the land in which people could learn or train or research without fear of reprisal. These were sort of like neutral zones where anyone could show up. Those of the white order were generally clair- uh, wizards who sought magic to help other people out um, to make an impact of good in the world. Those of the black robes were usually quite selfish and um, self-centered with their magic, seeking to expand their particular power. Those of the red order were more magic for the sake of magic, trying to, they were more like academics or researchers who would help people or help themselves as long as it sort of furthered their um, quest for knowledge. Those are the sort of three mindsets that came into it. And with those, with with these towers, um, with this society of magic that lived at the time, they encouraged people to be honest with their approach. If you want to help people wear the white robes, learn the ways of the white robes, and come to these schools in this way, then if you are a white-robed mage walking down a a hallway, you might see a black-robed mage, and that would tell you that that person's really just in it for themselves, and they don't give a shit about your common cause. Um, And there's sort of a good and evil and neutral bend to these things, but you could still have evil people in white robes and good people in black robes and whatnot. Um, And this... You know, the level is open to apprentices of all orders, red, white, and black, is clearly a reference to this ancient bygone time. These towers begin to like fall apart at the end of the last age. At the end of the Age of Might is when... Uh, to, to, to oversimplify is when the structure of these schools fell apart and the three different orders of robes fell apart and people began to mistrust wizards for all of the, the terrible things that happened at the end of the last age. Um, so this this must be a relic from a bygone time, from at least 1,500 years ago, probably quite a bit yeah. more. If this is called the Tower of Rust, this might be related to one of those schools, one of those training areas, one of those like neutral places for casters to gather. Um but it doesn't appear to be kept up. It doesn't appear that anyone still uses this. It might be lost, or it might be some sort of like sneaky, dastardly trap to trick bypassing wizards into believing it's some sort of ancient magic or or any other um, reason that you could come up with. Um, I assume Nilram tells us all this, right? Yeah, I tell everybody yeah. that. After he uh, finishes telling us, I'll turn to him and say passcode what was the first spell you ever learned maybe that's the test of an apprentice be a cantrip spell but I don't have that prepared today um I look around like there's a hand there's a place to put your hand correct mm-hmm yep right on the door uh, like well, a place made out of metal probably lead it looks like uh I'll say well I'm in my black robes and I'll place my hand there Nothing. Nope, nothing. Cast Please knock. present. Yes, you cast knock. Um, the knock spell seems to be absorbed by the door. It doesn't actually hit the door. You don't hear any locks opening, and the magic 
feels funny as it flows through you rather than like casting it um, at something afar you can almost feel it like being pulled through you pulled through your hand into this you know lead palm print on the door and the door opens leading to a down staircase um, that kind of goes down and then you know turns around and would head back down just like on any other ship no, you did it norm good job the greatest magician currently to exist so yes of course it did it and I'll did you force that open there what do you mean force with your magic you do it sometimes you smash gates open unlock things oh yeah i unlocked it with my knock spell captain i'll let the captain in yeah all right thank you does the door close behind us can i keep it ajar um, it doesn't seem to close as everyone walks down to the next, you know, go, starts to go down the first staircase. There's a landing. The staircase turns around and heads into a deck below. Are you going to stay up and watch the door or are you going to head down into the deck below? I'll talk to the door. Um, what is uh, in the next area? This level is open to apprentices of all I orders. Why? It goes silent as you <laughs> shut it. Um, can we get can we, Lauren, can we get back out? Back. Yeah, there's a, there's a knob on the other side. All right, and well, we will walk down. Hey, before we get into this, are we worried about our friend up there? Didn't seem like he could get through the door. What is he going to do? He's not a wizard. Good point. Okay. All right, I'll go first since it is my ship. I barge past uh, <laughs> sail to the front door line. <laughs> And you, start going down the stairs. You hit the landing, you take a turn, you go down to the next area where you can see an impossibly wide and long room. From the top deck, the ship is only about 40 feet across, but when you're down in this room, the width is easily 100 feet across. There's no way this is actually the proper floor for the ship above. Um, it is decorated Ooh. with pen, paper, ink, sand, and many basic spell components. There's food and flowers scattered across tables all over the place, but they are long rotted away, as are most of the p um, pages of paper. Candelabras adorned with what appear to be mundane candles and various states of burn dot the room, piles of melted wax under each one of them. Are there any pieces now of paper this... not ruined? You'll have to explore the room to find out. I am a fast town, so I say, now this is a ship built for a pirate kink. Look at this place. Damn, we could do some work with this. No, no, come and look at this. Archie, get down here. I move out the way to let them past down the stairs. So you put oh, them, yeah, yeah. you make them go down first is what I'm hearing. No, no, I go down first. I go okay, down first. okay. But okay. once I'm down there, I, you know, I make space so they can come down. Gotcha. Norm's eyes will fill with wonder until um, immediately start looking for pieces of paper that haven't like rotted away because mm -hmm. in his mind that would be scrolls mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. spell books. So yeah, he's gonna just start going through the papers and seeing if he can seeing if he can find anything in this room. Yeah, there are comfortable chairs all over the place. There's um, little writing desks, small candles like next to them so you could like light a candle and sit and read things. There's 
tables and cupboards with glasses and plates and silverware scattered in them. Everything's covered with a, a thin layer of dust. The candles are all sort of blown out, but you know, in you know, very some of them are brand new, some of them have burned for a long time. Large piles of wax everywhere. The far side of the room is adorned with another door with a lead handprint and lips within it. Um, and as the party hmm. begins to spread out and examine this place. Um, I need somebody to roll surprise for the party. Give me a uh, a 1d10, John. You're the captain. Don't make me yeah. roll it. No, because I need, we need to roll low here, I think, right? So it's good. True. He rolled the opposite. <laughs> this is great. You are not surprised. You are oh, the exact opposite of surprised. Yes. Can we talk about what happened there? I tricked my own internal look <laughs> brilliant yeah that was good yes um appearing out of thin air and we'll have to roll initiative are a trio of 15 foot wide spiders the fuck now roll for initiative archie that's what I'm here for. Oh, Absolutely. You said this room is infinitely wide. How no, no, it's a, a hundred feet wide, not oh, infinitely. Okay. Is it yeah. like twenty feet ceilings or like ten feet ceilings? It's like fifteen foot ceilings. Yeah. So I can enlarge Archie here. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could enlarge Archie. He doesn't have to yeah. swing a sword, so it'd be fine. If he had, a, if he had to swing a sword, he would have a lot of trouble. But with his fists, yeah. not a problem. I'll put my hand on Archie and tell him to delay his initiative until I'm done with my spell. <laughs> All right. I'm tactically going to go last so I can For react. Stuff like that, Koibu, if I'm doing a spell, I feel like Archie should go at my initiative plus whatever he rolls. Not even just for this, but just for like future spell casting. I feel like it would make more sense. If I'm yeah. casting a buff on someone and they can't move, I feel like they should still have to roll into their initiative, but just add a bonus of whatever we don't have to go with it for now. I just I think that would be an easy way that, to go that, about it. Yeah. There are more granular rules for initiative. The Combat and Tactics has some interesting um, procedural rules that cover exactly what you're talking about, where yeah. you've got, like, your initiative is broken into phases, and if you're going to wait for someone to do something, then your thing happens on the next phase. Um, oh, okay. I never started with that, yeah. Yeah. No, that's too complicated, though. But you could, what, you, what you could do is you could let Archie roll his D10, and if it's... Like it's it's bound by Moot's roll, so he can't get lower than Moot. Oh, but if okay. he get if he gets lower than him, then he just goes at his initiative plus whatever his weapon speed is. So like say his weapon speed is four, and Moot rolls yeah. an eight, he'd go at twelve. But if he rolls a ten, giving himself a fourteen, then he'd just go at fourteen. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, any of these will do fine for me. Um, there is a lack of great spider tokens, surprisingly. Um, so so you don't laugh at my spider tokens, okay? They're they're cool, guys. They're cool, not dumb. And this is like, uh, these are like phantasmal spiders, it seems like. They have Do they appeared... have like a ghostly glow to them? No, no, they look very solid. Okay. They look very, very solid. Shut up, they're cool <laughs> <Sorry>. spiders. 
They're very cool. How can that be, uh, sorry, how can that be the only spider token? I've I seen a better that. spider token. It's, yeah, me too. it's not, but the other spider tokens are more hairy, and these oh, spiders okay. are sort of like slick, and um, they don't have okay. like little hairs coming off of them. They look a little bit bizarre. They look a little bit like ethereal, um, or a little bit um, extra dimensional. They've got like oh, okay. um, tight hides that cling to them, and barbed feet, of course, but they don't have that like genuine spider vibe they've got that like what the fuck is this spider vibe uh, and there are three of them i have i don't think i can drag tokens but i've got like better spiders than i and i don't have many subscription sets but what else yeah okay so we've got one two three spider boys literally spider boys they look like they should be in second five yeah, they, they don't actually... The spiders you're facing don't have these humanoid faces, okay? Just don't, don't laugh at my tokens. I'm very sensitive. Uh, um, I only have 21 HP. <laughs> that's unlucky. I've only got 25. And I'm, half, I'm a fucking fighter. Yeah, true. Nope. Yeah. Um, so these creatures do get to go first. You see them on their initiative as they they appear into existence, and so they will get attacks, and then y'all will follow in ascending order. Uh, so the first spider creature, the party's kind of spread out a little bit on this ship. Um, I don't think everyone's too terribly far apart from one another, but the first one will immediately throw itself at Captain John Winters. Literally, um, of course. He's undead. Yeah. The other two then leap over the rest of the party and attack me from behind. Taking opportunity uh, attacks. Yeah. yeah. You, since you rolled a 10, um, you are able to turn in time to see this creature, but it did, mm. it actually did appear behind you. Um, your 10, uh, your perfect surprise roll will give you the, the opportunity so, to turn around before you know, this hits. Nobody, nobody sneaks up on Captain John Winters. You know that. I... Everyone knows that. <laughs> is that a, is that an experience point? That's that what's happening. I don't think chat can That's see a... that for some reason. Oh, um, yeah. What's going that on? Is gonna be a hit. I'm assuming we've got there our we go. spell back. I've got yes. Yeah, HP, probably. So gonna hit me. Yes. Uh, everyone's at full HP. You've got all your normal stuff. Twenty-one will hit you. Make me a saving throw versus poison at minus two. Okay, minus two from this. Come on, roll 20. Don't do this to me. <laughs> yes! Every roll has been a max roll. I've rolled two All tens right. and a 20. That Let's is fucking, fucking fantastic, dude. You're fine. You don't take any yeah. damage from that, but you do take damage from the bite. The bite still does um, 1d6 to you. Four points of damage <laughs> as the first spider you know, sinks its teeth into you, Captain John. I laugh at four points of damage. Isn't that like a quarter of your HP? <laughs> no. Come on. Okay. It's like um, a sixth. <laughs> All right. The next phase spider will throw itself at a good old Archie boy over here with a... I'd like to cast a free block. Absolutely. Oh, oh wait, I get a free block. 
First roll of the day, nat 20. <laughs> Let's fucking go. The spider's it's face. Below, like, 16? I can't yep. Yeah, that's I, no that, good. This no is good. not a block. But I, it's just, not... I just can't help myself. <laughs> I can't help myself. Archie goes to block the spider. It misses. The spider's teeth misses Archie, but he still, like, smashes into the spider with a shove, and the spider, like, you know, skitters to the side a little bit. It's attack completely missing him. Our third and final attack of the day will go at the, the cleric of the party um, with an 18 to hit. That is a hit. Excellent. Give me a saving throw versus poison at minus two. Minus two. Um, Paralyzed poison death. So whatever that is, minus two. Ooh, that is actually going to be a failure. So you're going to take four points of damage from the bite. And uh, you're going to take a, another well, that's really seven oh. points of damage Holy on a pretty shit. bad Good roll. roll Good roll now. Um, from the poison that begins to sink into your system and rot you from the inside out, leaving Archie and Sale. Wait, no, there's two winters here, and there's no nil room. Where's the nil room? Oh, I got eight, sorry. You're good, eight. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, so, Archie, you're waiting to be enlarged, I think. And Nilrum, or Sail, you are... You're going to take your interrupted. turn. I was casting Hesitation. I oh. I right. Ooh. Ooh, I actually... Okay. It's fine. You were going to cast Hesitation. And the casting time for Hesitation is normally two. In this situation, he- uh, you find that the casting time for Hesitation is one, unusually. Um... It's interrupted, so it doesn't matter in this situation, but but your casting time for all of your spells are going to be in the same units, but just one. So if your casting time is one through ten, your casting time is one. If your casting time is like three rounds, the casting time is one round. If the casting time is ten turns, the casting time is now one turn. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. That is quite powerful. Um, yes. Nilrum, you'll get your spell off. <clears throat> you will enlarge Archie. And he will become big, big Archie, and he can take his turn. Wham, wham, wham. Archie smash. That's um, it. Archie will fucking smash the spider, Neil. He's 70% bigger. Well, let's see you smash. <laughs> that does it. Yep. Your fist comes slamming into uh, the creature with a... Uh, six damage. Six plus, plus the one plus one, plus one seven plus one damage. Chance. Now. Yeah, and uh, left hand is a a hit. Nice, God damn, damn. Oh, or whatever. also seven damage. Alrighty, is that Leave, better? Leaving us with the captain. Yes, I will kill my spider. All right, let's go. Eighteen. You stab it right through the thorax. For four damage. Excellent. Do you have an offhand with the dagger? Yeah, that's gonna miss. Yep. Yep. Whoosh. Whoosh. Missing entirely. And at the end mm. of the round, the spiders disappear and vanish. Ah, uh, I know this trick. God. They ain't vanished. <laughs> no, they're gone. It's over. They're gone. Um. Okay, I need to roll a wisdom check here. Hang on. Okay, never mind. Huh. 
Must have been some sort of uh, illusion spell or something. At least it's over now. And they're definitely not coming back. Let's, uh, let's carry on exploring. Uh, Normal wait around. He'll be cautious for that entire round. Um, probably mm-hmm. parrying. Mm-hmm. Am I am I still taking poison damage? Because I will use a neutralized poison scroll if I am. No, the poison, it's not a trickle. It's just a, a single rot across your body. Okay. But it does take place immediately. Oftentimes, poisons will have um, a long onset time in which they can be interrupted, but these have instant effect poisons. Interesting. It's mm-hmm. very rare, I imagine. Yes, yes. It's an indication of their strength. Um, I start looking through the table for like any silver cutlery or gold cutlery or anything that might be silver or gold. Oh, yeah. You go over to those cupboards where there's like dishes and plates and stuff and you Mm -hmm. open it up and there are these like, you know, there's plates everywhere, these fine glasses, there's carafes with booze in them and you go to pull the drawers to like find all the silver and find that someone has already taken it. These drawers, one after another, should it like they've got little slots for silverware to go. Like they've got the fork shape and the, the spoon shaped holder and and not a lick of silver as you go from table to from thing to thing. Even the, the candelabras that are remaining seem to be made out of wood. You can find like scattered candles on the ground where there was probably like a candlestick made of silver where someone just like chucked the candle off and grabbed the silver and ran. Um, yeah, I rem- start like going through the drawers, like pulling stuff out, throwing it around. Yeah, you find some papers and you dig underneath them and as you lift them, they like crumble underneath your fingers and um, you don't find any silver. You get the impression this room has been looted by prospective pirates before. Pirates um, are looking for silver and gold, not, however, for books. And mm-hmm. Well, let's hope there's something down here because there's no money. So I will keep looking. Yeah. The party spreads out to search the room, it sounds like. Yeah, I think I'd probably make my way over to the next door. I am randomly stabbing the air to see if I can find wherever they went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what the fuck? What, 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 the f- what are you doing, Archie? What the fuck happened? I'm just... Archie's just He's scared. looking for spiders. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, checking the ceiling. <laughs> good, mm-hmm. good, good idea. As yeah. I see Archie look up to the ceiling, I gulp and look up. Yeah. <laughs> just nice, you know, rotting arch beams and planks that would lead to the deck above, if it made even sense, any sense, because this room's 100 feet across and the deck above's only 40 feet across, so what are those extra planks? Where did they come from? How does that even work? Um, yeah. As as you make it to the other side to look at the other door, you hear mm. the door say, as the lips move, the following deck is restricted to journeymen of all orders, white, red, and black. Please be reminded that all entryways are warded, and the removal of materials from the following floors will result in permanent dismissal. Norm, get this one open. Uh, it's that journeyman. Maybe you got to cast a better spell on it. Uh, I will keep looking at my papers. Do I see anything as like I walk towards the captain? No, the whole place looks like it's definitely been gone been through. There, There's fucked. like some section of paper, but it's all crumbled away. And there's like a, a bag of ponce, that sort of sand that you would put on wet ink to like dry it up really quickly. And it's like sitting on a stack of papers, but clearly someone has like tried to pull them out once before because all the papers are like ripped except for the papers that are directly underneath that little sack of sand. 
Um, and you can see there's, you know, um, paperous fibers on the ground, scraps everywhere. I'll cast a second level spell at the door. Deep mm -hmm. pockets. Does it do anything? Great. Uh, no, it does not. But, however, roll me a surprise check. 1d10. <laughs> because appearing out of nowhere. Eight. Oh, yeah. Eight. Excellent. The spiders nice. will reappear on this round, many rounds after they vanished, uh, and the they fuck? will attack. You did not roll a perfect score, and so they will get to appear directly behind each of their targets with a plus four to hit on their attacks. I hope they are. Let's um, like Nilrum. Well, they are. Nilrum is definitely the first one that they're going for. Uh, here you go, Nilrum. A 15 from behind. Ooh. It's oh, if it's not. from behind, then it's a hit, yeah. Yeah, so 1d6 for damage, and give me you a saving DD? throw versus poison, yes. At minus two. Uh, then it's a fail. Uh, this is dangerous. This is dead. On average, this might put you to zero. Just below. It's, it, if you nail rolls well. Uh, That's rolling 13. just under well. I think you're good. Yeah. Whew. Uh, uh, you would have taken one. 18. You would have taken 18 damage out of 21, so you should be at three. Oh, three. Yeah. The second spider will. Oh, I should bring them back to the same lair. Will appear um, right next to you, Nilrum. Sort of, you know, you and John are by the door, and one appeared behind you, and one's appearing behind John. And they're big spiders, so they're like pretty far on the flanks of the doors, but definitely coming from behind and with the surprise, and it will attack John for this from behind. 16, I believe, will hit you. Yep. Excellent. And give me that saving throw versus Perilous, uh, versus poison, please. Pass. Even at minus two. Good job. You'll just take six points of damage as the fangs rip into you. And on the far side of the room, away from the giant Archie who's like looking around, near Sail who's like stabbing into the air, and the spider appears out of nowhere from behind you, Sail, with a 1d20 plus 5 plus 4 for back attack, a 21, which will hit you for five points of damage and a saving throw versus poison. Uh, two seconds. Let me pull up my character sheet so I can tap. You can't get hit again, mate. Yeah, that would be true. If you fail the poison check, you're probably dead. Like dead, dead. Minus ten, dead. Uh, that's a minus two. Is that a success? It is a yeah. success. You are good. You resist the poison uh, before it can flow into your bodies. Uh, and the remaining party members, roll me initiative. Delamachi. Um, I don't know where the other spider is, I guess, out of game, but do I think I can get a lightning bolt to two of them? The, the, so there's, if you turn around, right, there's two of them right next to you. You wouldn't be able to yeah. lightning bolt those two. Um, but if you're willing to bounce your lightning bolt off of the side of this rotting ship, you might be able to hit one and bounce it over near the spider near sail, but... I don't know if you think it's a good idea to hit the side of the floating ghost ship with a lightning bolt. So it'll just smash, it'll smash through the side of the ship, won't it? Yeah. Probably I mean, the room fire. is bigger uh, on the inside than it is on the outside, and it's clearly a pretty magical place. That'd not be good, yeah. Who knows what could happen? But if I'm a I nice DM. I probably wouldn't do anything terrible to you. <laughs> Can I lightning bolt? So it's behind me and the door's in front of me, correct? Yes. 
Um, I will just then instead cast Magic Missile. Excellent. Um, Alright, uh, first is Archie, unsurprisingly. Um, I will punch whatever spider is closest to me. That's the one that is near Sail. Well, actually, would I be able to identify the one that I punched earlier? Mm. I've touched it with my fist. I can recognize it, Neil. <laughs> yeah, it's got fucking dents in it. The one that so. you hit earlier is right next to Nilrum. It's gone from you know the big target yeah. to the, the smallest target around, um, and it's on the other side of the room. You'd have to like run across to get to it, and you'd have to leave Sail by himself fighting a spider on the far side of the ca- of the the chamber. I, I think I have to save Nilrum here. He's pretty. He looks, he looks pretty bad. All right. You go. You can run up behind the spider. You get a plus two to hit because uh, its back is to you since it's fighting Nilrum. And you will critical the shit out of the spider. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So five times 1.7, is it? Well, it's it's, the one turns into a two and the four turns into a seven, I think. Well, it's a it's a crit, so we add them together. Yeah, yeah. So it's oh, five. That's true. Yeah, you do add them together. So yeah. and it yeah. rounds up, so that's nine yeah. plus five is fourteen points of damage. Yeah, excellent. Um, almost killing the spider. You know, you, you get past these large legs, you find the thorax, and I think Archie just like smashes it, and it begins to like crack and goo seeps out all over the floor. Oh. Um, and second attack. Left hand. It's it again. Nice. Jesus. It's fucked. Um, yep, that'll do it. You break the spider's thorax and it splats to the ground. Pus and rip it apart. Goo Bounded. going everywhere. Sail. There's one spider against you. Nilrum and Sail. I'll do 44 plus 4 at John's spider, the one near him. Mm-hmm. 14. Ooh, that's a lot of damage. Nice. Sail. Um, I will attempt to stab my spider with my plus two dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it will be... Wouldn't you know it? This plus two dagger in your hands right now is now a plus four dagger. So that is actually a 12 to oh. hit, um, which is still a miss. Mitchell. But... Mitchell miss. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Is that, is that plus four damage and to hit? Yes. Yeah. The, you know, little Roki wrapped around your amulet on your neck is seeming to have a dramatic effect on at least this Roki aligned item and on your Roki aligned spells. Damn. Amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was the ship that was doing that. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. I Wait, could so be I'm lying to be you. To cast... Well, if, if it's the amulet, you could be casting one lightning bolt and call lightning around, which is insane. Okay, I roll to hit. Do I get a plus two on my roll, Neil? You no. So Archie it's... is extra not afraid of. That's what it is <laughs> Does it hit? Um. Yes, thirteen is the number to roll. For nine damage, which will gooify your creature as well. Ooh. And before Archie can then... get in his second round of attacks, oh, go ahead. You no, have no, an offhand. I, get, I, get, I have an offhand. I will now launch my dagger across the room at the back of Sail Spider. Yeah. So that will give me a plus two to hit, right? Yes. Um, 14. That'll do. For four damage. Excellent. It hits the spider who phases out of Does existence. 
Uh, no, the, the dagger stays. I think uh, at the end of the round, because I haven't moved, John will like jump onto the table and like run across the room, do a fucking diving roll to grab the dagger off the floor, and then stand up with his back against oh, the wall. The no, no, the dagger's still there. Yeah, the creature phases. The dagger stays behind, and <clears> the <throat> ship is just creaky boards and sloshing water once more. Backs against the wall. And I uh, uh, like cover me. <laughs> Milgram says as he pulls out a potion. Is this a potion or um, a solve? Potion. Mm, nice. 2d4 plus 2. I will mm-hmm. drink 1. Don't drink 2. I'll bring Don't you to 9. Two. I got 4 left. Damn, where did, you, where did we get 5 potions from? I had 5. Oh, shit. Well, maybe you can drink another one then, but I mean... But... Yeah. Um, pretty... Sail, so, you're on the, the other side of the room from everyone. What are you doing? No, I'm, I'm next to uh, him. Okay, sorry. The two of you are on the other side of the room from Archie and um, Nilrum. No, I think sorry, everyone... I t- my zoned out slightly. Um, what I would probably do is tell people to like gather up together so that we can mm-hmm. cover yeah. each other, especially okay. Nilrum. Yeah, everyone gathers Nilrum's around Nilrum like, near the, back, the door. At like the back of a, the door or whatever, and then these three yeah, are okay. going to be probably around you. Him. Yeah. yeah, I will. Um, I, I would say the best thing to do is to have Nilrum in the middle of the room, and one of us is literally back to back to him, so he cannot be like attacked from the back. Mm-hmm. But I think he's by the door. So I'm by the door, so you're there's a wall. Me. Well, I'm thinking like if these are spiders, they could like appear on the wall and then just guess, yeah. spike down onto him. So like it's better Let's... if we're like a tripod around mm-hmm. him. We'll go to the middle, and it'll be three around me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, you can. I mean, I expect this thing won't turn back up. Um, are the corpses here and like interactable? Absolutely, they're just laying there, letting their goo flow out all over the floorboards. And uh, roughly, how many rounds did it take for them to reappear? Maybe two. I'll say we should we should wait like a few minutes, guys. Yeah. Wait okay. a few minutes. Yeah, the minutes tick cool. by, and we should take our break. See you guys <laughs> on the other side. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tides of Death. All right. You're in the room. A few Mm. minutes pass. There's not but the sloshing of water, the creaking of decks, the breathing of our our people. Um, I don't think it's coming back. It was basically dead. Its friends are gone. It's probably licking its wounds. Let's get through that next door. Norm. I'll turn to John and I'll say, are they dead? We've seen things come to life before. I'll go make sure if you're so worried. Follow me to the door. Just hold my back. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. The party moves uh, to the door, pushing past the two dead corpses of 15 foot wide. That includes their leg span spiders. And as you approach the door, the lips move once more. The following deck is restricted to journeymen of all orders. White, red, and black. Please be reminded that all entryways are warded and the removal of materials from the following floors will result in permanent dismissal. Did any of you take anything from one of the following floors? Which floors? This one or the one above? It says following. That's the floors beyond the door. Pats down his pockets, but he doesn't find anything. Of course, yeah, following. (laughs) Uh, I will cast a... I will cast a lightning bolt into the door. Okay, I get like, out the way. With my palm pressed to it. It yeah. sounds like the magic flows through and out. It just wants the spell level. 
So yeah, I'll cast and a third it, level spell at it. It works very well. Lightning Bolt does require some complicated gestures. You can do them with just one hand, though, and with your other hand on the palm mark, the, the right hand palm mark, and the magic very easily flows through your hand and into the, the lead block into the door, and the door opens smoothly. Beyond is a room, a small room, only 15 by 20, with another door at the end. This one with an eight-sided dial upon it. And immediately, Mr. Mooton, you can tell that each one of the symbols on this dial stands for a school of magic. Um, uh, Abjuration, alteration, divination, conjuration, enchantment, invocation, illusion, and necromancy. What else is in this room? The middle of the room contains a large table marked with fingernail scrapes under a chandelier. Paintings are molded by the salt air. A glass cupboard filled with richly adorned glassware and broken bottles stands against one wall. Portholes line the walls, giving sight to either side of the ship. An old stone sits on a pile of ruined papers. A waste paper basket sits near a brass hearth, and what was once a pile of timber, now not but rot. Is this room also impossibly wide, or does it feel Other like way around. The room behind you, this doesn't like go down a floor, yeah. this is just one room after another. You look behind you, and it's 100 feet wide with like some portholes, and then you look in this room, and it's only like... 15 feet wide with portholes. And the boat's, the boat's wider than 15 foot. Yeah, the boat's 40 feet at the top layer, so clearly Crazy. there's some sort of spatial warping magic happening in this zone. <clears throat> okay. Um, and there's what another now? door at the end? Yeah, there's another door, and this one has, like, a little dial that can be turned. Anything in this room of interest, or no? I, no one no. will search the room, and as we go past it... No, it's just breaking glass and a burned out fireplace yeah um, you know i, I last... searched through the wastebasket neil there's nothing important in there no no everything seems to be rotted there's a painting but it's like molded beyond recognition there's no way to tell what I it could have once the, been i throw all the paintings off the wall to see if check for like secret yeah. compartments behind them there are no secret compartments behind them but their frames break and their canvas tears rather easily as you take them off the walls and chuck them around what, what were the... they off like wizards it, the mold on them is too okay. much. Oh, it's so. just been lost by time. Uh, but the door, as the last person enters, does close by itself that um, led in here. There's a doorknob it looks like it would be easy to open and walk out of. Uh, Archie, can you try the doorknob? Uh, Archie will try the doorknob. Yeah, you turn it and it opens, and you can see the room beyond. The spider corpses are still there. All the tables yeah. and chairs and soft little cozy spots and candelabras and I'll candles. To the middle of the room? Mm-hmm. Um, did you say there was dimensionalism or no? No. No, dimensionalism is an unusual school. It's not part of the eight main schools of magic that were taught in ages past. Dimensionalism was sort of an offshoot that was developed later in time and never fully ingrained yeah. itself with the greater systems of magic before the end age of might uh, fell. Um, and I can, like, move the dais, right? Yeah, you feel like you could, you know, twist it and turn it in different directions. Um, it looks like it, it's meant to rotate. Right now, it's sort of set between two schools. It's set between abjuration and necromancy. Um, but as uh, you're looking at this, 
I think someone in the room will speak up because fading into existence more slowly than the phase spiders, which just like blinked into existence, come these long, shapeless forms of men or women in in robes. One is in a red robe, one is in a black robe, and they like they have ghostly appearances to them. They appear to be wraiths. Um, oh, and we should all roll for initiative right oh. now. And as we're rolling, John, um, something unusual happens for you. You can see that these wraiths are bound by a cord that like emanates from their back. Um, you can see the cords binding the bodies of the undead to their tormented souls. C in this context is um, kind of abstract. The cord is not a physical cord, but a spiritual connection. It exists in space, but it's out of phase in another plane. Um, and you you see this thing that's quite unusual. No one else sees this. You just Was see like wraithy figures. Down, or where does the cord go? I'm trying to see is like an abstract thing. Like yeah. it doesn't really, it's not like it goes okay, from so them into the wall. That there's a, there's a there's, cord attached to their backs. Yeah. You're sort of, I, you yeah. know, it's like an, an extra, another layer of yeah. perception that doesn't really mix well with the physical space here. I mean, there's a cord that leaves from them and you can see that it connects this physical manifestation of their tormented body to their tormented souls, wherever their souls may lay. So when you say, uh, I know, do I just know that that it's connected to their souls? Yeah, yeah. You well, you you see it, right? You can you can tell the connection is there. It, it is. Um, but do I see their souls? Sorry to be specific. Yeah, right. Essentially, so where are they? Just somewhere else in the room. No, they're just they're floating. you know in the realm of souls on the moon, you know, in the afterlife in the undead world, and tied to do their I feel like I could physical cut the cord. You feel like you could grab onto the cord and either attempt to dominate the creatures, um, overpowering the connection between their their body and their soul, forcing them to obey your subjugation, or that you could break the cord, perhaps, and release the body from the spirit and let the spirit rest permanently. Um, and right. you should roll, if you're going to interact with them in this way, other than normal combat, your um, initiative will be three. three. And everybody yeah. that hasn't rolled initiative, please do so. <clears throat> uh, and a wraith token. Bum, 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 bum. Mm. Here we go. Ooh. We will have a pair of these tormented undead wraiths that send a chill through the air. And they have... Ah, excellent. T-U... Here we go. They have this much HP. Excellent. Uh, and they will each roll initiative. 
just heads up for um, Potato and Pokemon here. Raids level drain. So just, you know. Yeah, don't let them well. touch you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Archer would know that, so. <laughs> yeah, but just say it, us players, like, raids are uh... scary as fuck. Captain John Winters, you are the first one as these creatures like fade into existence with enough time for mm. you to react appropriately. I am sort of drawn to this cord from the one on the right, and I so I draw my weapon slowly and walk towards it, but my eyes drifting upwards above its head to this cord above it. And I will um faint and attack with my dagger and mm -hmm. like like um side like sidestep to to the right and try and grab hold of this cord with my right hand. Excellent. Your ability to grab hold of this cord with your hand is going to be dependent upon your level. Um, I just need my book over here. You are essentially going to be making a turn undead roll to attempt to grab onto one of these things and either dominate it or release it as you desire. Um, you're a seventh level rogue, I believe. I think sixth level rogue, sixth level fighter. Excellent. Well, uh, roll me a one d twenty, and you want a thirteen or higher on your d twenty. Nice. That'll do it. You can grab onto this cord and exert your force. Now, are you trying to subjugate this creature who is clearly like suffering and tormented, and bind it mm. to your will? Or are you here to release this creature from its terror and its pain and suffering? I think John is more concerned with the survival of his crew than the suffering of these wraiths and will instead. So I think when he grabs hold of it, maybe he starts to feel like a little bit of the life energy of the wraith coming through the cord and into him. And he's going to try and just like force his life energy into the connection and then attempt to dominate the wraith. All right, well, the 17 will do it. And the Wraith on the right side um, will stop its motion and begin to lay very still for a moment um, before turning its back to you and facing the other one. Yeah. Uh, Nilrum, it's your turn. Uh, I will magic missile the Wraith that John is not holding a, mm -hmm. a hold of. Yep. 12. And 12 damage will rip through the spectral form, shedding it, making it wither before your eyes. Archie, uh, this thing doesn't really have a physical body. What are you going to do? I'm still going to try to punch it, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a rare miss. Uh, yeah, oh, a rare really miss indeed. Okay. Whoosh, to the side. Fist number one, you got two? Yep, Fist number, number two. two. That'll do oh, it. Your hand solidifies with the creature, holding onto it tight, well, smashing into it, breaking part of its form apart. Roll me some damage. This is a crit too, right? 16, 16 plus? Um, yeah, yes, it is a crit. And I do believe he's still enlarged. Enlarged is like five rounds per level. He is, yeah. yeah. So nine times 1.7? Uh, yes, nine times 1.7 plus five. That's 16 plus 5 is 21 damage, and Archie will obliterate the remaining Wraith. Um, God damn. Leaving Sail ghost? Oh. with this thing here, this this Wraith that 
John has reached out and grabbed onto, and you could like see John physically reaching into the creature, and then the creature like turning its back to John, almost in a, a protective, aligning way. Uh, my instinct is to rush and attack it, but like upon seeing John with his hand at it, I'm like, John, what are you, what are you doing? I'm a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, can I? Am I like in a trance or something? Or am no, I? No. You. It takes the full round for you to exert your will on this creature. And I think you probably are going to stand there, shocked and awed that yeah. you have grabbed onto the soul of another person, and you have like tied their soul to your own in some way. I think I just uh, don't say anything as I like look at Sail as he approaches. Maybe I start to make the wraith twitch as he gets closer. Um, yeah, you can't really make the wraith twitch. There's not like a mental command that you can issue it. Oh, okay. Uh, it okay. seems to be attached to you in some way, shape, or form, but it's not like a telepathic control. You'll right, have to right, experiment so to figure out how this works. Okay. Sail, so, uh, don't attack it. It's mine. Uh, I'll back away. It's yours. What do you mean it's yours? I don't know. I could see it. It's, uh... I can't explain it. I grabbed its soul. You grabbed its soul? You don't, don't see? Don't grab mine. Listen. Hey, you got a you soul know, now, Captain. <laughs> I can see your soul now that I think about it. It's weak. You're freaking you. me out, Captain. What are, you, what are you talking about? Not yours, Norum. You burn brightly. Um, I think I take like a few steps back o- away from the group and say, I, uh, I'm not sure. This place is strange. I think there's uh, a... I'll go and check the dial, I guess, in the middle. As the captain holds his wraith, the wraith's still there. Wraith is still there, standing right next to the captain, not moving, not going anywhere, not doing anything. You get to the dial and the lips move once more, saying, The following deck is restricted. No, wait, th- nope, never mind. That's the nope, previous door. This one doesn't it, speak right. Um, the there's a dial in the middle of the room. Check. It's in between abjuration and necromancy right now. Can I turn it to be towards um, enchantment? <clears throat> Does anything happen? Uh, let me just read my notes here for a mm-hmm. moment. No, you you can click it to enchantment, but nothing happens um, right away. Okay. I'll shrug. Um, I'll click it around. Everything but necromancy. Click, 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 click. Yeah, you click it all the way to the neck to just before the necromancy, um, all the way from abjuration to illusion, and then you can click it back if you want or wherever you want. I'll leave it on illusion and I'll go to the door. Um, it's just it's closed. Doesn't open. I'll open it. No, doesn't open. Uh, is there a dial on the door or something? I thought you said that there was something on the door at the end. Hmm. There is a still a small little handprint on oh, the the wall. Can I put yeah. my hand it's, into it? Yep, you can put your hand into it, and the dial is above that. Uh, there are no lips on this door. Into it, and the dial is above. 
So the dial that I'm clicking that goes between necromancy and whatnot is above it or something else? Sorry, sorry. Let me let me yeah. re rephrase this. I'm, I'm mixing up yep. my two notes here. So you've got um the, the door that you entered in through the room with oh. the, the table and the wraiths that appeared. And on the far end, there's a, another door. There is a handprint in the same place that the others have been where a doorknob would be. There are a pair of lips above and there is the dial just above the handprint with the eight schools of magic. Um, and as you click the school, click the dial to a place, the door speaks up saying, all tools and reagents are property of the Archmage. Any scrolls, potions, or items made in practice or research are property of the Archmage. Removal is prohibited. And when you click it to a school, it doesn't actually do anything. Mm. It just clicks. I'll ask, uh, who is the Archmage? Archferris runs this tower. I feel like I was taught a spell by that guy. Yeah, that's the guy from the start, right? Yeah. That was his lab. His lab. We were tracing his we apprentice. We're in the Farron yeah. Empire, right? We were in his Ferris's in Ferris's lab, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we were following his apprentice's clues, I think. Yeah. Right, yeah. And Sailor's um, right. The Dardens is the original spot of the Farron Empire before it grew and conquered half the world. Um, it's long destroyed by now, but once upon a time, this was the heart of the great Farron Empire. Uh, is Leomund... I'll talk to the door. Is uh, Leomund around? The door does not respond. Uh, how do I get approval into the next room? The door does not respond. I'll cast Dimension Door onto the, to the, to the door. Yes. Turn the dial to the right school first. Um, you had it on illusion, I believe. Um, well, you can ha- you can, can set it to whatever it, you want. Yeah. Yeah, I'll turn it to alteration, which I think is the correct one for dimension door. Mm-hmm. Um, the door opens. Nice. And there is a set of staircase that goes down, a little platform, and then a staircase that turns back again, leading down to what would be the the third subfloor. I'm guessing that it's a different room for every single school of magic. Yeah. So what's this? Follow me and normally the way this time. All right. You head down and down. The door shuts behind you. There's a doorknob on the backside. So oh, wait, as, I, as I walk, does the wraith follow me? Nope. Can I uh, try and will it to follow me? You can try to will it, but it does not respond. Is its cord still there? Yes. Can I grab it and drag it with me? You can grab it, but you can't drag its physical body. You can, like, bend the cord out of space, but it it just, you know, changes the direction that the cord goes. Um, The cord is sort of seemingly infinite and can be stretched or contracted, but does not pull on the creature itself. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I let the crew go down the stairs a little bit. Yeah. I think as you guys walk down the stairs, I turn around to look the thing in the face and say, follow me it will begin to follow you. Um, but as you turn back to the door, the door has already shut and the three other crew members are down on the floor below without you. Um, but the race does I, follow you. I bang on the door. You guys don't hey. hear the banging. You don't hear the banging at no, all. But in his, in his excitedness, probably hurries down the door steps. I don't know if the others 
stupid. Whoever's well, at the, the back of the party, Archie would probably be acutely aware of where John is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Archie heads down the stairs. You hear the door shut. You look back, and, Ar- and there's the doorknob, but but the captain didn't follow you. Huh. Do you fuck with the dial at all, Captain? Well, I don't think you guys can hear me, but uh, I'll do something well, do you, when, well, I, when I've got some time on my own. We'll, we'll check back with him. Um, sounds yeah. like Nilrum's going down, Sail's going down. Archie, you realize Captain's not with you, but he does have a new f- best friend, so hmm. is he safe? Um, I would I would try to, like, probably find a Captain now. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you can head back up to the door. It yeah, has yeah, a knob. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I'll try to follow him. Yeah, you, you open it, and there's the captain standing right there. Yeah, 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 it's fine. Okay. Ah, Archie, thank you. What's, what's, what's going on here, Captain? What are you doing? Sorry, let's go. After you. All right, I'll go first. Down below, there is a very large room with broken tables and beds and a cracked mirror. There are reagents of all types scattered throughout here. And Nilrum, you know quite a bit about mag- magic and its research and its components. You worked as an apprentice for someone. You spent your early days going out and buying or finding reagents and components for spells and spell research. And you can see that there's probably like, you know, a thousand or ten thousand gold worth of miscellaneous reagents scattered about down here. Um, there is a book or there are shelves with books and stuff that haven't quite been rotted of time from time um yeah and soon the whole party Um, is down here on this like you know 40 by 60 foot room there are no other doors exiting from it I'll open I'll check the books Mm -hmm. is there anything of interest Uh, yes, there are many books on topics of magic, but there is one that strikes you as fascinating. It is called Ark Moffat's Guide to the Spatially Impossible. Um, nice. Uh, if you, do I have time to check it out? Yeah, you can pull it off and flip through it, and there's a little bit of a foreword. And the foreword talks at length about how this book is a guide to the spatial realities and how to shrink space in other space. Nice. I think Norm will find that incredibly interesting, um, and he'll put it into his deep pockets robe. The it's a full book. I don't think it'll fit oh, into your, like the pockets of your robe. Yeah, you'll have to carry it in your arms. It's like, you know, it's like the, the width of a keyboard. It's a big old book. Hmm. A tome, we could call it. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember if you can make the pockets certain sizes. I don't think they're tome-sized. Yeah, probably uh, Yeah, probably yeah. not. I think you could, like, feed a rope down into the pocket, but you couldn't, you know, shove a person. Shove oh, a person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I will... <laughs> Sail. Brother, will you uh, carry this for me and I'll just kind of hand him the book and then I'll probably stack a few other interesting books um, that aren't rotting messes of trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a few other sure. things in here that might be interesting to you. Um, you know, there's a book called Pseudo Magic, A Wizard's Journey into the Weird World of Science. Um, there's a, a book. He leaves that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a book called Great Heroes and Their Magical Equipment, uh, 103 PA. Um, Uphill Battle, Magical Aqueducts. 
Wizards for Dummies, <laughs> Dangers of Wild Magic. Takes that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can right, peruse the, the tables. Yeah. There's a, a whole bunch of them. I don't... Uh, Gold and Lead, The Never-Ending Quest. Jenna's Notes on Altering Your Life. That's just a, a self-help okay. book. Um, <laughs> Path of the Transmuter, <laughs> Becoming a Smith to, forge, to Reality's Forge. Ridley's Altered Life, How Far is Too Far. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a few of those uh, and uh, ask the captain and crew can we exit? I want to try something is this all we is this all there is? no there's another book here called Alteration, it's half your fucking spell book so pay attention (laughs) (laughs) Um, is this it? come on I think the dial leads to other rooms Okay. Is this it, Captain? <laughs> Knowledge has been one of the most powerful weapons we've acquired. I don't know. With everything we saw, I was expecting more. But maybe you're Take right. Me to the room that you expect. I'll lead everyone out and I'll cast. Um, I'll swap the door to the evocation. Click, click, school. click. That goes over one, cast... two, three, four clicks to evocation invocation. Cast a lightning bolt on it. It will open, and the door flings open, and immediately you can feel uh, winds as they pull you in, or winds pushing you out of this room, and the taste of metal flows into the mouths of everybody here. There is, like, a background Uh buzz, and your hairs begin to stand on edge. You can see, like, little bits of um, electricity flickering through the air in front of you bouncing from like walls down to the staircase you can't see the room you'd have to go down the staircase and then down the other staircase but the whole area is just brimming with power and air is like shoving out towards you billowing your cloaks and your hoods maybe the captain's hat even flies off Seymour scampers across the room and hides in a corner I glare at him I'll try and take a step I'll put a hand in do I feel like I'm getting Uh, magic damage or no yeah, you're looking in this room. If you're going to walk in here, you're going to take damage. There is electricity arcing all over the place. If you go downstairs, you're going to take... You'll take 1d8 points of damage for each round that you stay in this room. Fuck that. Yeah, I think I'm going to close that door. Um, I close, I'll close the door, and I'll try to reopen it without a spell. Does nope. it open? Nope. Once closed, it is closed. Interesting. Okay. Um, what is Nilrim ship in a bottle? That'd be a dimensionless spell. What is dimensionless key off of? Nilrim ship in the bottle is probably an alteration spell. Okay. It. I will. Uh, Already alt- checked. Oh, we did check that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, knock is alteration. Magic missiles is abjuration. But while we consider our situation, why don't we take a short break and come back on the other side with a little bit more Tides of Death? All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Okay. All right. We're here. Um, I've put in chat the order of the the schools on the dial um go with the second one which is complete and then the correct order the, the first one was wrong um i will do a magic missile into the abjuration i'll click to abjuration and do a magic missile um yeah 
the you feel the magic channel through your hand and go towards the door and when you go to open the door it fails to open previously when you had just tried the handle before or you know tried to push it um it didn't do anything now when you push this you feel how do i want to say um there's a substantial difference it's not like before it felt like the door might have like it might have been a door that was loose on the the hinge and the the bolts would like you know go back and forth and sort of shudder mm. when you were just when you hadn't cast any spells like there was a little bit of push or pull of it like a normal door but when you go to the abjuration one and you try and shove it it feels stuck like it's sealed um and it doesn't open but it it did take your spell and it does change the the way that the door would open but it doesn't open interesting um, I am all out of spells, boys, for different hmm. schools of magic. Well, I don't know how I feel about sleeping here. Well, maybe. Well, I don't see why not. Wait, what school of magic would a wand of fear do? Fear spell is... Uh, abjuration. Oh, I guess I could. Oh, it's abjuration. Okay. Um, the door's stuck. It is what it is. I'll, uh... Could be because it's a first level spell. Yeah. Fear's a first level spell too, right? Yes. Okay. No, um, fear's level four, isn't it? Oh, mm -hmm. I was thinking of remove fear, which you can be reversed, but that's actually a cleric spell. You're right. Um straight up fear is a good spell it's level four it's a fourth level illusion spell illusion an, it's illusion yeah. yes i will click the door i don't think this is gonna work i'll click, try click, it. click 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 to illusion mm -hmm. and i will put the wand to it to where the hand is and mm -hmm. i will try and cast the fear wand yeah the, the wand door. does not do it the magic needs yeah. to come from within from you i didn't think so Okay. Um, so we, we kind of watch you mess around the door. Yeah, I'll say, I like, Sinara, what's up? You forgot how to open it? I would need different spells tomorrow. <laughs> he can't do it. He's not magic enough. <laughs> uh, Sale, yeah. do you want to give it a crack? Do you have any divination spells? Uh, my highest level spell is free action, which is abjuration. Uh, that might work. That's what it's on right now. Couple of divinations. Oh, it's on abjuration right now. Yeah, it is, yeah. I'll, I'll... I will put my hand to the door and cast free action and see if anything happens. Absolutely not. You cast free action just like normal. You don't get the sensation that Nilram is describing that it flows through your arm and into the head. It's just you just cast free action. Yeah, I'll say it to him. I didn't feel anything. I think this is a wizard thing. I think my magic is different. You want to. Uh... If you guys want to rest for a night, I think the best room would be right here. And I'll click it back to the alteration room. Mm-hmm. What do you say? We rest and camp inside for a night? You down there is better to rest than up here? I think so. This requires a high-level wizard. Or mm. maybe out here in this area could be sufficient. It also requires a high-level wizard. I'm just a bit cautious about going into rooms that don't exist. We're already in a room that doesn't exist, technically. Well... Sleeping here? 
This room could fit in the boat. I admit the windows are a little bit too close together, but this could fit. That last room. I'm definitely not sleeping in there, not with another one of those spiders around. Alright, let's stay in here then. Alright, I'll keep watch. Okay. The party rests in the ghost ship for many, many hours. I will do stuff while they're asleep. Okay. What would you like to do? Um, when I make sure they're all asleep, I'll mm -hmm. go and click the door to necromancy. Mm. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And touch the thing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you put your hand in the soft lead. It's all necromancy. Does anything happen? No. I try and mimic the sensation of when I was dominating the wraith. Like the forcing my own energy into the cord to try no. and dominate. No, them. no. I ask the wraith. I whisper to it, like, touch this hand. The wraith will overlap its hands with yours. So the two exist in the same space. Yeah. Open Nothing the door. Nothing happened. The door does not open. All right. You know, I say, you know, stand guard. And I'll go and sit back in the corner and think. Um, I watch I? the life force of my party members as they sleep. Is it? Mm -hmm. Am I right in that Nilrim has a much stronger mm -hmm. life force than the other two? Mm -hmm. Now that I'm looking for it, can I see said cords above, above everyone? No. Just above this undead wraith before you. Okay. Have Let's I had any time to learn spells in the three months? Or do we not want to get yeah. into that? No, you, whatever spells you have, you have. We're just going to... Okay, perfect. We're going to float you. it. Um, what's Seymour doing? Um, Seymour is as far away from the Wraith as possible. Um, yeah. <clears throat> wherever that might be. And if Nilrum is far away from the Wraith, probably curled up near Nilrum in some way, shape, or form. If Nilrum is closer to the Wraith than Sail, then curled up with Sail. Um, okay, so he's just curled up with someone who has furthest away. Yeah. With a, a preference <laughs> okay. for Nilrum and Sail. Um, I will getting bored you know like half an hour later I'll stand back up and I say follow me to the wraith and I go and open the door to the other room to the, the room where the spiders uh, the were? spider room yeah yeah. Uh, well the door opens and it I don't let it close behind me I hold it open Okay. I look around the room can I see it can I see it's life force in the dark the the face spiders? Yeah, I'm imagining that there's one left. No. You don't see any cords. You don't see any um, life force floating about anywhere. I say to the wraith, find the spider, kill it. The wraith just stands in front of you, not doing anything. Okay. I close the door again and go and sit back in the corner. Okay. Well, the night will pass. Um, eventually, everyone will wake up slowly but surely. And when you feel oh, you rested enough, I click. I click the door back to whatever it was last on before. What was the last on? Um, abjuration. Okay. No. You click yeah, it, yeah. 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 I click it back. Click to it back to abjuration. All right. The party yeah. can wake up and memorize spells as needed. <clears throat> um. Uh, can I do an in check? Because it wasn't on abjuration. Ooh. Yeah. Go ahead. It was Give on me an divination, I believe. Uh, free action is abjuration. That's the one I tried. Oh, it is abjuration? Ah, okay. All right. It's on the right one. It's on the right yeah. one. Yeah. Good. Um, I will go to the door in the morning. 
Um, I learned a bunch of different hodgepodge of spells. I don't think it matters. Mm -hmm. um, I will cast. I will transfer it to divination. Click, 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 click over to divination. And I will cast wizard sight. All uh, right. Um, the door will open and lead down to a set of switchback stairs, just like previously. I'll follow it. Yeah. Right. The whole party, of course. Yep. 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 Excellent. Um, <clears throat> a crystal ball sits on a table in the center of an otherwise darkened room. Flashes of light bursting from within, casting shadows of figures on the walls with every flicker. The images on the walls are moments from characters pasts and futures you might recognize like a quick brief glimmer of something you've seen before in your past maybe archie's you know gets that flash of that time he robbed that house with that woman uh -huh. who was supposed to be on his side and then the nobles came, and then it's gone you know and another flicker yeah. will come and archie will see himself like standing over someone with his hands wrapped around their neck uh, but it like in a situation you haven't haven't seen or felt before as these like kind of whoosh, 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 all over the place um, all the nooks and pages in the room are there, there are some books and tables and um, equipment lying around in this area this room is appropriately built for a divination um study room complete with decorations texts lab equipment and components but as you look at the pages across the room each one of them is blank as you look you know maybe flip open a book by the flashing lights that you can see coming out of the crystal ball in the center of the room you can see that the pages are blank um, including a matched set of blank spell books um nice Interesting. I will go and attempt to use the crystal ball. Yes. Attempting to touch or look closely into the crystal ball results in a saving throw versus spell. <laughs> As it brims with yeah, power and flashes around you. And he'll put his hands on it. He's going to be thinking about he wants to see his old master. Mm. Um, so saving throw versus spell. Yeah. Fail. Uh, Nilrum collapses into a fit of catatonic insanity for 2d6 turns. Uh, turns. 70 minutes. For an hour and 10 minutes, Holy Nilrum shit. has seen too much. Nilrum has glimpsed the horrors of past and future, and they have garbled his mind, and he falls to the ground in a catatonic fit of insanity. Uh, Nilrum? I come over to him and start like shaking him. What's he doing? Is he just like babbling madness? So very quietly to himself. <clears throat> Alright, you better hope this works, Norum, because if this doesn't, it's Archie next. I fucking backhand him across the face. <laughs> it does nothing to him. Um, you want me to go, Captain? <laughs> I did warn him, Archie. Come on, you're up. I will backhand him across the face. <laughs> There's like a large bruise and an abrasion across his face. Um, but he still is just on the ground, eyes wide, mumbling to himself about those things you can't quite see and sort of shaking. You know, maybe we should get him out of this room. Uh, well, hold on. I, I, I have a couple spells that will maybe help. I, uh, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm studying the pay. I'm like looking at you now. I'm like investigating. It's like, oh, yes. Hmm. I wonder, will my free action or like my remove paralysis spell work on him? Do I get any insight on that? Hmm. 
I mean, he's so, got insane. Free action will would like impede him from physical effects, but if it's his mind that's been altered, that's not going to work. Um, and I think remove paralysis is similar. Same thing. Yeah, right. these are physical. You need something. You might need like a remove curse spell or some sort of like mental calming spell. Do you have anything that that chills someone out? Do you have some weed on you? No. No. <laughs> As I'm sitting there investigating, I'm like. I can't help him. <laughs> Let's get him out of here. There's, he's babbling about seeing too much, and there's shit all over these walls. Yeah. Yeah, but there might be. We should at least grab a couple of things. I'll like look around, and I'll try yeah. to think like, what would Neil Rum grab? You look Give around, and you see the the, can, the image of you throwing your brother into the sea for Roki and him being dragged away. <clears throat> I see. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I think John looks and he like sees. An encounter between him and a woman that he's bragged about to Archie about how beautiful she was, and she actually wasn't. So he's like nervous that it's actually not that hot. Um, I think I will get. Is that the woman? Ah, that was no, that was an aunt. Give me a give me a hand getting Norm out of this room. Looking back at the thing, Archie sees he picks up Norm, Um, raises an eyebrow. I'd like to just use Nilrim to block, keep the door open. You want to like him in front of the opening door, so we can explore downstairs without him being in the room. Well, you you drag him into the doorway, leave him in the doorway with the door open, and uh, mm-hmm. head back down into the divination room. I don't the... know because he's still he's awake, like, like right. So I crouch down in front of him. I sit, I think he's like sat up with his back against the door. I'm holding it open. I say, "All right, no, don't move. Keep the door open. Keep it together, mate. You're gonna be fine." What are you mumbling, Nilrum? What is your your catatonic insanity? I don't know. What did did Nilrum see? Anything? Is there anything? You saw just... your past and your future all at once in such a combined way that you can't separate what is what, and you can't pull you know distinguish realities. Uh, Nilrum's probably just sitting there trying to figure out. He's trying to piece it all together. Um, <clears throat> so he just completely ignores John, and he's more concerned about himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's I, uh... probably trying to piece together if he actually saw himself um, drinking from the Fountain of Youth or not. Yeah, was he's that looking for that? Was that a vision or was it just a desire? What was is it, it real? Yeah. Oh my god! I turn to the right and say, "God, no room," and I'll go back down the stairs. Wraith will guard Nilrum. The party returns downstairs. Light flashes across the wall. Shadows of scenes uh, portray all over the place. The room is um like the uh, you know disco from your nightmares. What, what do I do if I want to try to disbelieve the images? Um, if you think it's Maybe all an illusion, spell. you can make me a saving throw versus spell. Um, but do it to the GM. Do slash GR uh, 1d20, so that way no one else will see your roll, and then I'll DM you your answers. Right. Uh, so I'll send you GR 1d20. Yeah, and then we can look it up. All right, I will DM you. A lot of cloak and dot gets a gap. Seems real. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Real enough. Nothing changes. Yeah. I'm just typing for fun. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm just like looking around the room, like, what the hell is going on in here? <clears throat> um, let me see. Am I brave enough to try to look at the crystal ball thing? God, not you as well. Just looking at it across the room <laughs> give me a bad vibe. No, I mean, it's weird. It has images in it that are projecting onto the walls like a, you, you know, they, they change in rather quick succession. Although you'll notice, like, the images in the ball will change faster than the images in the wall. And you'd need to get closer to make any sense of it. You're just too far away to get a good look. I'm, I'm going to, can I... Do I have like a piece of cloth, like a t-shirt I could throw over it? <laughs> yeah, you so can just not take projecting. off your shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw my shirt over it. Good idea, Sal. I think we're done with this frame, right? Okay. Um, the shirt goes over it. The light dims a little bit, and the shadows become more vague on the walls. They become like more blurry, but they're, they're still shapes now. Not, not quite so distinguishable scenes, just more of like, you know, it's more just strobing. <clears throat> I go and like leaf through some of the papers and stuff in the shelves on the walls. All blank. Everything is blank. Um, there are a matched set of spell books that do stand out to you. Um, from everything else, they have like a large metal band that wraps around them that would clasp over, but there's not like a, a spot for a lock to go through. There is a like a, a diamond shaped stamp in the front of the metal on the, the what would be the front of this page uh, of the spell book that looks like you would put a seal or a name or a sign or a sigil like that would label the book as something um, but each and every page within it is blank and empty I think I take them okay add two well um, I don't I don't put them in my bag I leave them on the floor next to Nilrim okay when I well, go up the stairs someone um, write down that you have two spell books you're right. Two blank spell books. I'll write it. Yeah. Archie? Um, how do you say it, Archie? Oh, you mm-hmm. guys done down here? I don't, <clears throat> I don't see anything. That's, I, think, I think I'm good. Yeah, this room's weird. I, I, I don't like it, Captain. I don't like it at all. Hopefully no one wakes up, because not much use to us like this. Sure, it'll be fine. Let's uh, like, You guys, get out, get out of there before anyone else goes mad. He like picks up Nilor, he like picks up Nilor and like moves his mouth a little bit with his hands. Like, hey guys, it's me, I'm Nilor from Flags. <laughs> oh, he's feeling better already. <laughs> I uh, I go to get my t-shirt and leave. Yep, you grab your everything. You leave the room. The door shuts behind you. Um, and slowly but surely, Nilrum will become better. It's like a a, a gentle relaxing of his insanity after you know 10 minutes by the time you get back to him and drag him in the room he like can support his weight on his hands a little bit as you drag him and he might you know start looking up for a moment before going back down and the the fit will fade over the course of an yeah. hour well, so we, brilliant we can't can get, get a... through the door without an alarm so i think we just wait for him mm-hmm. can i get a check on if i can piece together uh, anything? Or that was the was saving that, throw versus it. spell you made. Same. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Uh, no one will get up. Oh, Dust feeling better. Off. You were chatting some Still... crazy Good stuff morning, back there. Sunshine. Did anyone else touch the spell or touch the, uh, the crystal ball? No. I nope. thought about it. What did you say? <laughs> Must have been good. I saw everything, Captain. Everything, uh, yeah. everywhere, all at once. <laughs> it was uh, too much even for even for my brain. 
I'll leave that to another day. No one will shut the door. Um, he's gonna swap it to Conjuration. Click, click, click. And I'll open up with Unseen Servant. Yes, the door will open. <clears throat> um, That's weird. Wait, wait, wait. The magic missile wouldn't work, but Unseen Servant would. Uh, magic missile was not Conjuration, though. No, oh, magic missile was level saying. one. Yeah. 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 Did I just get the door not so open? The door opens, and unlike the evocation spell in which you felt wind blowing out, this feels like wind is pulling you in. There is a strong, like, vortex of air pulling everything in towards this area. Anything loosely held by you starts fluttering that way. If you had, like, a piece of paper in your hand, it would have been ripped out immediately as the the void or whatever this is, whatever is causing this um, airflow in blows everything around. If you want to attempt to cross the doorway and enter the room, um, you're going to need to make a strength check to hold on to things as you walk in. So strong is the pull. But on the other side of the doorway, you know, um, the, the, the air pressure gets divided amongst the room. And so it's a little bit easier mm. to stand. But crossing into the doorway is going to need to be a strength check. Can I have Archie, like, hold me and push me in? And he has the strength check? Archie can make a strength check while holding you. Um, yeah, I would say between your own gripping of things and Archie with one hand on you and one hand a wall will allow Archie to make a strength check on your behalf, but you would still have to go down the stairs yeah. and turn and I'll go down again. I'll attach me and Archie together. Mm. Um, Captain, Sail. Yeah. Can you guys stay out here and uh, if we need, can you pull us back? Sure thing, just shout. I'll attach me and Archie and give Captain the the rope section. Let right. us know what's down there, Nilrim. If I pull it twice, that means pull me back. Okay. Don't leave Archie down there, Nilrim. I wouldn't dream of it. Okay. Um, with everyone on the far side of the door, together, working, I don't think we even need the strength check. You can spread out. You've got your space. You've got your strength. Nilrum can head down the staircase and take a turn where you see a rip in the fabric of reality that is still slowly expanding. This is most likely to be the source of the failure of magic on the ship that has caused it to decay and become what it is now. Anything loosely held is ripped in. Your hair is like pulled in front of you. Your whole cloak and robes are fluttering about you. Um, you, if you wanted to cast a spell down here, you would need to make a con check to withstand the buffeting winds, else the spell would fail. Um, and everything in this room is just like, it's gone. The room is gone. There's not but the, the, the tear in reality here. Okay. Um, I will pull twice and tell Archie to head back up. Yes. Yeah, all right, we pull them um, up. I will pull need <laughs> Nilrum, and while you do this, to make me a saving throw versus death, or have something that was on your per person get ripped off of your cloak or your backpack or whatever. Um, zero successes. Yes. Let me take a look at your character sheet. Yeah, something on you uh, is ripped from you and lost. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Most of it, to be fair, is in the 
in the robes, the dimensionless robes. Yeah. I think that the only thing that's not in your robes would might be some spell components or your standstone dagger at your side. So roll me a d6 on a... No, roll me a, a d3. Roll me a d3. Oh, your standstone dagger. It falls out of the sheath. It gets pulled at a weird angle and just goes into the void and is gone forever. Life. That's life. But you get out. We go up. Archie pulls you out, and you're safe and sound on the other side. And the door can be shut. That's okay. What was down there? Fabric. Uh, a rip in time. Uh, I wouldn't suggest going into that one ever. Okay. Rip in space What's next? Time. Do I, I... I don't think Steel Portal would do anything with that. The, no, the seal portal spell prevents, like, gases and small creatures from slipping yeah. through tiny cracks. Um, okay. Should we be concerned about what, a rip in time? I didn't, know, don't, I didn't know time was made of paper. Don't right. open that door. <laughs> uh, I might be able to fix it in the future, but for now, don't fuck with that. And I'll do enchantment. <laughs> yep, you click on over to enchantment. Click, I'll, click, uh, click, click. that with cantrip. Yes. Um, the door opens. You see light flickering from the area down below. Looks safe. Finally, one that makes sense. I'll go down there. Just Which like one is this, Nora? Enchantment. Just like the others, this deck is appropriately built uh, for the school, complete with decoration, text, lab equipment, and components. Um, this enchantment room seems to be the most stable uh, room in the ship so far. Everything here looks new, except for the reagents, which are all rotten and ruined. An endless banquet sits fresh on the table. Soft, cozy, warm beds uh, welcome the characters to restful sleeps. Um... Mm -hmm. components, tools, and research on how to make things are lying here in good condition except for the, the, the reagents but the, the tools and other things are still here um, it looks to be the safest, coziest most welcoming, gentle spot in the whole of the ship you imagine I'll pick up a turkey leg Is there yeah. yeah, it's pick warm pick up a turkey leg and I'll hand, I'll hand it to the monkey <laughs> Seymour sniffs it a few times and then begins to munch on it and then ravenously yes. consumes the turkey leg. Look at him go. This is no, like no way. monkey Well, he starts, you know, chewing at it, but he probably can't eat the watch, whole thing. I'm going to watch the monkey as... And Nilrum will very specifically not eat. Mm-hmm. Does the monkey <laughs> go know. to the table and, like, start eating? I mean, you gave him a turkey leg, and so he just sits there and eats his turkey leg. The turkey leg's as big as the monkey is, so... Is the food warm? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Do it, can I roll a spellcraft on this? I think out of character I know about a spell where I feel like there's, like, a banquet, and then if people sit and start eating, they'll just sit there forever and, like... Yeah, eat. go ahead and give me a spellcraft check. Ugh, you know what? You're right. There are a bunch of spells that create banquets. Spellcraft, too. But, like... Mm. There are a few different types, and you can't tell which one this is. I'll stay away from the food. Oh, there's food, um, there's wine, there's, there's... Any books? Cider. Uh, yeah, there are books. There's papers, there's pages, and as you flip through them, there's text in them. Um, you can find 
there is a book open on the table that is a like a, a research book open to how to make potions um and the potion formula before you right now is that of a love potion and you can see in that. front of that book are actually the components and tools it's as if the last Whoa. person in this room was attempting to make a love potion and then they like walked out with everything still in place and then never came back for whatever the reason components and tools are rotted no uh the, the the magical reagents are rotted but the other things are still good like the glass is good the things that you might stir them are good but there's like some acids that you need that are gone and there's some like you know, juices of this creature that you need that are gone. It would be a quest to require to acquire the the specific parts, but you have like Fine. most of the general parts. This is exactly what Nilrim needed. Um, I'll flip through it a little bit. Are there other spells? Are there? Other, you don't tell me. Are there other potions in here? Yes. Okay, good. Nilrim will grab that. He'll hold it tight. He'll grab the components, and he's going to pocket those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As you look around the room, there are many books here. Um, Elves, an enchanter's worst nightmare. Enchanting the feeble-minded. Do constructs dream of marble sheep? Wilbur's guide (laughs) to creating magical items. Minor curses. Why it's better to keep your curses small and simple. Annotated notebook of Sophie the Enchanter. Cheyenne's recipe for wondrous creations. I'll take that one. Mm-hmm. Sky's crying. Ship, a Captain. weather guide. Yeah. Not seen a wheel yet, but this thing doesn't look like it could. A gnome's sail, tome to the catacomb. A guide to being fancy with necromancy. <laughs> I throw that book away. <laughs> you, uh, maybe you need to fix that rift. I would have to research a spell. There was a book about... No, there was a book about making things small, like space-time. Gastromancy yeah, 1, spicing up your soup. Take that. <laughs> Gastromancy good. 2, flavors of the arcane. Gastromancy <laughs> 3, summon your meat. Gastromancy <laughs> 4, charming the sub- the stomach. It's a whole collection. Wow, the whole set. Oh, that's worth money. I will, uh, I'll take the specific books, the two books that I called out, and I'm going to leave everything else here. This is the most stable of the rooms. I think this might be like the new headquarters that I use. Can return to <laughs> um, this, yeah. Yeah, we'll return to this. Let's go check out the rest of the ship, Captain. Um, if we're gonna keep this ship, then you can't uh, get in any more of these doors. Uh, I don't think so. Enlarge Which ones are left? Uh, necromancy. You can't open that one. I don't wish to. Norm says. Um. There's just necromancy left. Well, can't can't hurt to take a look, can it? No, but I don't have the spell for it. Norm smiles at you. Pops tomorrow, then? Perhaps. <clears throat> and uh, he'll lead everyone out. Mm-hmm. You leave the comfy, cozy, warm, welcoming room complete with beds and food. You have a little bit of trouble pulling Seymour away because he dropped his turkey leg after a little while because he found some pudding and he's like face first in the pudding. And it's like all over his whiskers and face and like dripping off of him. Does anyone so else yeah, eat? Down the... No. It's <clears throat> delicious food. Let's be honest. Arch... I don't need to eat, but let's Archie be honest. Is pretty Archie is Archie absolutely eats. Hold on, I'll do a I'll do a hunger check. What would I roll? Uh, willpower. Grub skill. Oh, okay. 
Oh, I got a really high grub. Yeah, Archie's hungry as fuck. Archie eats. Yeah, oh, the food is good. <laughs> oh my god, this is like wonderfully made castle food, rich for the finest of people, and it's hot still. It's like it just came out of the oven. Mm. Um, you feel full and satisfied after eating your fill. There are no adverse effects whatsoever. I also can't resist and eat eat some food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same for you. No adverse effects. You are just no longer hungry. Well done. Uh, back on the other section after you leave this area behind. Are there any yeah. other doors? Any other rooms to try out? Did we really open them all? Yeah. We opened them Mark all necromancy. except for necromancy. Yeah. Um, sure. Did we really see seven? Sorry, I'm just alteration. You got some books from abjuration. What was that? Uh, alteration abjuration didn't open. Um, divination. Right. Crystal ball. There's a crystal ball. I that think she was fucked. Enchantment, yeah. good room. Invocation. Yeah, that one had the lightning. The lightning, necromancy. I can't, you can't open it. An eight. An abjuration. This is the last one. No, no, we already canceled that. Right. That's only seven. That's only seven. One, two, three, four, Wrote five, necromancy? six, seven. I can't open necromancy. Yeah. They're missing school. Did I forget to? Write yeah, there's down? seven. <clears throat> What's the missing school here? Is there? Is there definitely eight? Uh. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't remember. Now you know where to look. Yeah, there should be abjuration, alteration, divination, conjuration, enchantment, invocation, illusion, necromancy. There should be eight. Okay, I didn't. There, I didn't do illusion. I don't think. Mm. Yes, illusion. Okay. Illusion. That's no, it. I don't have illusion either. I don't think. Anyway, as the party goes up the stairs and heads into the room to discuss what to do next, you will look over and you will see Nilrum, uh, walking through the door. And I do believe it closes behind him as he enters into a room by himself. Wait, and... what? Hang on. Hang on. Where, where, where were we? You, so we're we're you... going to... Go ahead. We're still down in the enchantment room. No, no, no. You've all come up. You, you all said you okay. left the enchantment room. And it's as you head into yeah, the, yeah. the previous room um, the that has this room. door. Yeah, yeah. With the, with the clicks and everything that you see Nilrum quickly <laughs> sneaks himself down. And Sail, you know enough about magic to recognize that the... Uh, dial is switched to divination. The room oh. that had the crystal uh, ball. The crystal ball that drove Nilrum mad. Can I make like a dive to try and stop the door from closing over as he slips down the stairs? I don't mind making a perception check and then a dexterity check or something like that. I think that, that would be good. That's perception fair, yeah. Give me a perception check to see if you can catch Nilrum going sneaking down here without telling anyone. No. Nope, you don't notice until the door closes behind him. Um, and Nilrum, you are down in the divination room once more. Lights flashes across the walls. Scenes of past and uh, future all everywhere. In fact, you can even see I'll the take present. The shirt off. Mm-hmm. No, it's shirt's already, already gone. Yeah, it's like a oh, sail took it with him. Yeah. Okay. Normal um, spend some time looking at the stuff on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think Nilrum is just so drawn by this and what he saw that it's just something that he needed to figure out. I rolled a wisdom check to see if he could stop himself from going down there mm. or if he needs to come to it. Mm. Um, so 
I'm going to roll a, a D100, and that's how long he'll look at the stuff on the wall and see if he can figure it out in minutes. So for 36 minutes, I'm going to sit there and watch the wall. See I think I bang on the door a little bit. Like, I don't know if he's hearing me. He does like, not no. hear you. God, he's going mad down there. What's he doing? It's not uh, crystal ball. It's stuff like this that makes me not trust him. <laughs> I've been Do you checks, Koibu? No, you don't need to make any checks, but okay. eventually your eyes turn to that crystal ball in the center of the room. And I think with that failed wisdom check, you can't help but reach no, out to will. it once more. Give me a saving throw versus spell one more time. Rolling. There we go. Yes. There is much to be seen here, but it flashes before you in chaos and confusion. You see things from your past and things from your future and things that are happening around the world at this very moment, but it's only a little glimpse of this or that. After maybe 10 minutes, your head begins to swim and you have to let go. However, you are granted a plus four bonus to any one saving throw at any point in the future and you can apply it even after the die roll has been the die oh. has been rolled once Damn. once nice. you get a plus four on a saving throw and you can decide when to do this because you so have glimpsed, to be his saving throw though yeah. it's his saving throw because you've glimpsed the future and you are able to Sick. see a dangerous moment in your life and avoid it hopefully <laughs> Just my life. I can't give someone else a plus. Correct. Um, Correct. This is something okay. that is happening to you, and you can, and I highly recommend, should use the plus four after you roll the die in order to avoid um, some sort of effect. That is a really powerful buff. Nice one. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. Um, does the crystal ball seem like it can be moved? Like, when I, I guess I have to get off of it. Can I try and pick it up? Without like... uh, make me another saving throw as you reach back for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, nice. Yes, you can. You can reach it and you can um, begin to grab it. But as you grab it, the the lights begin to flicker faster and brighter, um, and you can feel like a swelling of power within it. Can I give you some sort of check to like try and actually pick it up? I, I, he wants to pocket this crystal ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you you, ha you have it in your hands. You have lifted oh, okay. it up. I thought you were saying, like, I'm, like, no, 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 yeah. like hold it. Okay. You, you lift it, um, and it swells with power, and it flickers and fades, and the lights flash brighter and brighter. How big is it? Mm. Like, glass size, or? Like, snow globe, or? Like, Palantir. Uh, yeah, like Palantir. this big. Yeah, so it's definitely it's not going to fit in any of my pockets. Won't fit in your pockets. Um, it weighs maybe 30 pounds, um, and mm. it's made out of glass. It's probably pretty fragile. If you drop it, if it's in your backpack and you, you get hit with something, it could easily break. Um, it's yeah, a delicate I'm gonna object. Put it, I'm going to put it in my backpack. Add 30 pounds to your backpack. Thank you. I say to the party. So what do we do? How long was He's I? He's probably down there talking to himself. You're down there for about an hour. Okay. So you guys can do what you want for an hour. Any thoughts? We just should we go and explore the rest of the ship while he's down there, or do you guys want to wait? 
I guess. I mean, like, he's doing what he's doing down there. I don't really... Didn't really seem like he wanted our help or attention. Yeah, he's up to something. Let's not forget, we're in this mess because of him. That's true. Firstly, the clerics are looking for him, and secondly, we're on the run from the from them because of him. No. If this is Nilrum's new leaf, it looks an awful lot like the old leaf. True. Uh, I'm starting to feel sorry for him, you know, but... uh I just don't think he can help himself, Captain. He has to do shit. Let's give him another 20 minutes or so, and then we're going to have a wonder. See if our friend starts. He could be down us. there, took that feckin' crystal ball, going insane for the rest of time, for all we know. Yeah, we should probably check on him at some point, huh? Well, we can't get this door open, so... Fuck. How long should we wait? I guess how I... long it took for him to wake up last time, but, like, what are we going to do? I peer out one of the portals, Neil. Can I see the sun? No, it's foggy outside. Oh. So there's no way of even attempting to uh, measure time. Correct. I look down at my amulet and say, any help? No, the octopus does not respond. But All right, your well, spells I'm here until I'm bored. Faster casting time. Sorry. That's fine. Um, I'm going to stay here until I'm bored and then we're going. Well, uh, roll me a d100 for how long it takes you to get bored in minutes, Captain. Yes. Seven minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. Well, uh, I'm sure he'll know where to look for us. You can recess and leave this room heading into the one that uh, had the phase spiders. Captain, just a thought. I don't think Nilrum will be able to get past the phase spider on his own. Like there is still one here. Ah, oh, God's alive. You're right. Nothing will kill him. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, let's go back and wait. Smart. Right. An hour later, no one comes out. Oh, here he is. Uh, before I go out, Koibu, when I put the thing in the bag and I close the the leather bag, mm -hmm. um, I'll pick up a spell book. Or a book? Mm -hmm. Can I read the text now? Or is it still blank? No, all the pages are still okay. blank. Yeah, And nothing is going on the walls anymore, yeah? Uh, as you walk out, the, the flashing on the walls kind of follow... Well, no, yeah. It's in the backpack. The backpack has leather. There's no more flashing. It's just a pitch black room. And you have to feel oh. your way out. Were the books blank when I tried to read them as well? Yes. Yes. Okay. Looking a little bit sluggish there, Nelra. Um... <laughs> I did it, Captain. I was able to Wait. overcome the crystal ball, and uh, here it is in my bag. I look oh, I'll, I'll like undo the backpack to like show it off. Can you carry that thing? It looks heavy. It's uh, meddlesome to touch. <laughs> Every time I even put a finger on it, I feel like I'm gonna go mad. Yeah, as he well, opens the bag and shows you the crystal ball, you will see that it is no longer strobing with lights and there is a large crack that runs across and through it. Um, removing it from the room has broken it. I say it's a gnome. Looks like you broke it. Normal. It's cracked. Open it. Probably weep a little. <laughs> it's his most powerful first magical artifact um he'll probably 
He doesn't have any more divination spells. Yeah, he just cries for a bit, like a bitch. Well, um, well, there are. Well, we're gonna explore the other half of the ship now, Nora. You got any spells left to fight? He nods. He pulls himself together. <clears throat> All right, let's go. Watch out! There's still one of those spiders around. So we're leaving illusion and necromancy untouched. I can't open them. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we can. All right. I would back. like to open the necromancy door, but yeah, no. they ain't come. No. Back through the ship we go, one floor after another, until you're back upon the deck. Um, your ship is still tied here. It's been at least a day because you had to sleep and memorize spells. Um, mm. And across the deck, beyond the the busted ropes and rotting sails, is the the foresail in which you have the, that figure who's no longer like trying to reach for the door, but is now like sat at the table again. Helmet in gauntleted hands, staring down. Let me, uh, I go out to the window scan to try and take a look at this guy. Oh, yeah, it notices you as it comes, and you can see rage burning in the eyes as the creature that looks suspiciously like a death knight comes to the door, tries to open it, bangs on the glass, but you hear no sound, and the door does not vibrate. The glass doesn't shake. Whatever creature this is is bound within this room and cannot escape as much as it wants to come and kill you. It can't. Is it, uh, does it have a court? Uh, yes. Yes, it does. Well, nothing like overconfidence. uh, Perfect? Excuse me? I missed that. Does its gear look, um, perfect? Looks old and weathered by time. There's a whole half of the ship down there, though, right? How would you know? Uh, actually, through this door, you see a table and some other stuff. You don't see any staircases in this room. Well, just from the just from the makeup of the ship, right? Is I mean, is like a whole we're half of the ship. dealing with like rooms that are too big and too small, and then don't actually fit inside the ship. Um, any spatial configuration is possible at this point. There might be lots of stuff over there. There could be a whole other half of the ship to explore, or. It could just be a room of death. So who would who would build a ship with a an obvious trap that'll kill you if you try to go through it? What? No. What did you say? The what? What school of magic was the tear? Enchantment. Conjuration. Chant- conjuration. I think it was right. It was conjuration. Conjuration is that like uh, summoning? Like creating. <clears throat> You think this thing could have got through? I don't think this thing is from that area, no. Doesn't seem to be real. I mean, it's not making any noise. I, uh... Does it kind of remind us of the ghostly rowers? Like, similar? No. No, not at all. This thing is not translucent. As it gets up from the table, you can actually see that it move the chair that it gets up from. It's clearly interacting with the objects in the room, unless everything is an illusion and a lie. Um, Does it look like it can think, Captain? Could we talk to it? I shrug. Maybe. Do one dad talk? I turn to the wraith. I turn to Captain Winters. The wraith just goes. It's not easy to pronounce, but I suppose it's okay. Do you um, have a name for him, Captain? 
I don't want to call him it. <clears throat> no. No name. Call it it. See, right, well. Name. You want me to open the next door, Captain? Let's be honest. We all know that we're opening this door. So, yeah. uh, get ready to fight, Archie. Distract it. I'm going to try and get in its head. I'm ready. I, uh, I will go and, like, hide Neil um, off to the side of the door behind something so that there's portholes. Yeah, I mean, okay, so the captain says open the door and then goes and hides around the corner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm going to try and grab it from behind when when it's fighting Archie. That's normal, Quibu. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would I like to cast the Bless the before we open the door. That's Good idea. Sure. Um, you cast Bless on the party. It only... Bless has a casting time of one full round, I believe, so it still takes one full round. Um... Right, I think I'm not but making we are that blessed. Up. You're correct. Yes. yes, you are blessed. We are blessed. I will open the door. Uh, it's locked. No. I'll cast knock on it. <laughs> uh oh! Just when Neil tried to save us right. the last minute. <laughs> we're gonna take a break, <laughs> and we're gonna come back on the other side because this thing is a full-fledged death knight. No, shut up. With Nick power word kill and a twenty dice fireball. So see you guys soon. It, <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome back to Tides of Death Let's uh, get some combat music and roll initiative um, Here we go It's fine It's super fine Rohi's gonna save us guys <laughs> I don't even know what I do <laughs> I don't even know what to do either Yeah, <laughs> you open the door All of a sudden some wind well blows out You can hear a come from within as the creature begins to take some actions. I mean, I tell the wraith to attack it as well. Do you want me to roll initiative for the wraith? Uh, we'll just put the wraith on your turn, just for simplicity. Okay. Um, and what do we have for... Let's see... Mr. Mooton is going to roll enlarge. Yeah, I'll enlarge Archie. Oh, mate. Um, well, sounds five. So I was going to say magic missile to interrupt. Archie has a better chance of hitting it. I don't even know what to do. Should I just attack? I literally don't know, dude. Fuck it. I, I don't know what to say. Dagger. <laughs> I'm going after it too. The only way we defeat this thing is to push it in the water. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. If we can, if we can push it into the sea, it falls to the bottom of the ocean. Game over. Do you think? Do you think Rohi's turn on death would work on it? I mean, maybe if it was near the water. It is near the water. Well, Rohi's not there to turn it anymore. That's right. Rohi's. On your amulet, right. Rohi's no longer right, in the sea. Yeah. Oh shit! All right, well, we got our initiative rules. Uh, Mr. Mooton, start us off with a. I large Archie. I make him seventy percent bigger. Archie <laughs> is big. The Death Knight's still in the room. Uh, Archie, it's your turn now. You're big. You've got bonus to damage against these things. But the creature's on the other side of the small doorway. Um, I think it's just a penalty of one to fight because you just got your hands and fists and feet. Um, Go ahead and... Can I make a suggestion? Because you might die if you don't. Nick, what do you think is better here? Hitting it to stop an innate spell cast, which I don't even know is possible, or should he pick up the Death Knight and try to throw it in the fucking water? I think... If I, think he ha I think he has to damage it. He has to. Do you think... 
Do you think that stops a power word kill though? What do you think? I think I that know. there's not time for a 20 minute philosophical discussion and Archie has yeah. to make his decision. Archie is gonna fucking punch it. Power word punch! Really? Right hand gives <laughs> wide. Whoosh. Of all the times. You gotta roll you gotta roll a hit here. you have to. And this is at minus one, so you need a twenty-one or higher to actually hit it. Come on, 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 come on. Left hand. The knight easily bats it aside. Captain John Winners has gone around the corner to hide and jump out and grab its cord. Isn't that your plan, Captain Winners? That is my plan, yeah. Alright. Wait, no, hang on though. Wait, does power word kill on the undead? You're you're already dead. Oh, they're true. Who knows? Who knows? Um. Oh my god, 21 AC now. I just don't know how you're going to get past in large Archie to attack it when Archie's in the doorway fighting it, right? How are you going to melee attack through Archie when he's yeah, huge? No. That's a good point. What do you do, well, John? It's a piercing weapon, though, between the legs. Right? But it's what was your, what, what were you gonna do? I, I was hoping to draw it out of the room and try and grab its cord from behind and dominate it. But you see Archie's at the door. Yeah, yeah, but Archie's at the door, so. Well, John, you were dying. Can I attack through Archie's legs? You, wait, you're, you're I don't you're know if you can legs. attack through Archie's legs, because it's not like Archie's okay. just like okay. standing there. Wait, the rain will phase through yes. the Death Knight. No, the Wraith can easily get through the get through Archie. Wraith can easily yeah. pass through Archie's square, no problem. It doesn't level drain Archie though along the way. No, 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 no. And I, I've Probably changed so the level drain. It's a, a stat drain now. It's th- oh, okay. two from one. I'm sorry, t- one from two stats or three from one stats, just to make it less, you know, brutal. Permanently. Yeah, still permanently, but it's not a level, nice. which is more which frustrating. Is I mean. Yeah. I mean, in a way, it's kind of worse. But uh, can I get behind the Death Knight and attack it? The Wraith, if you are you telling the Wraith to attack the Death Knight? Yeah. Then the Wraith will just phase right through Archie and attack it from the front, straight up. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead and make me an attack roll. D twenty plus five. Come on, Nick. (laughs) Just touch AC there, right now. Uh, Nope. This is a full fledged normal attack, taking all (laughs) AC into consideration. Okay. Matters, but you did hit it. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Touch of the Wraith does damage in two ways. Chilling effect does 1d6 points of damage, even to creatures immune to cold. Because oh. I, I do believe the Death Knight has immunities. Imagine we're going to kill a Death Knight at level 6. Uh, yeah, three only, only 6, damage. Okay. And then we um, drain a stat. It will drain stats victim's choice. The Death Knight will drain stats, and it's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, The Death Knight's power word kill is interrupted. It is a damaging spell, and when you are, as we play by the rules, when you get hit by a spell, uh, when you are casting a spell and you get hit, you lose your spell. Wait, I mean, you can't cast it again. Yeah. Yes, he gets one per day. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my God. Um, And his round is wasted with power word kill. Sail, it's your turn. Uh, there seems to be an issue here. Did you take health away from him? Oh my I God. did. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> um, I can't get to it. No, okay. you cannot. I call out what I say. 
We don't have to fight. <laughs> we can let you out of here. It's very nice of you. All right, everybody, roll me initiative. <laughs> no. Magic resistance on each magic missile, yeah? I'm gonna get fucking fireballed. It's all right, we can stop that. Oh, no, we can't. We're fucked. Oh. It's fireball three? No, it can't. Yep. Oh, it it's is. It's a third level spell. <laughs> <It is. laughs> What's the casting time on a scroll? Oh, he's uh, Think Nick, you're gonna have to hit it again, <laughs> and you're gonna have to roll a good initiative. <laughs> oh, Would it fireball itself, though? Would it really blow up its ship that it's meant to defend with a massive fireball? If it's meant to defend the ship, why is it locked in the foresail? True. Um, good question. Um. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, Nick. It has magic resistance, and if an eleven or lower is rolled on the percent on a roll, the spell is reflected back at the caster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no! Got a shot here. The modifier for scroll is it's reading time for scroll spells. It's equal to the casting time of the spell. So, what spell are you reading? Potato. Uh, I was thinking of like giving it compulsive order, but I don't even think that would work. Mm. I don't, like, I don't know, if that would actually do anything to him. Mm. He would like start redecorating the, the ship or something. Uh, he'd have to, you know, pick uh, his targets in order of killing them and follow very strict methods of combat. But that actually, I don't know if that would help us. I'm just gonna cast chaos ward. I'm gonna do that. Oh, so nice. Fuck. Oh well, what's? Yeah, it's just gonna be eleven though, because chaos ward is just casting time one for you right now oh but, that's true i need to go back i need to go through and edit this. yeah well you, you know we'll have to remember because maybe he'll he'll leave at some point in the future oh, he might not he stay might on your, your amulet forever he's just hiding for a while right he's just he's been found and he needs uh, to lay low yeah let uh, me roll initiative for the rice it should get it goes on your initiative we just discussed it yeah i know but you know it didn't matter last round <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, but All that right, means fine. we should re-roll it for last round in order to see if maybe it goes before yeah, or don't, after. Don't want to retcon that, do we? Yeah, so we yeah, should we just keep like the rule as it is. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I'm comfortable where I am, exactly 24 feet away from the door. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's it. I think you're right around the corner. Um, and actually, the width of the ship is only 40 feet wide, as was previously mentioned, so you're definitely, everyone's definitely within range. No room, did you roll, did you actually roll a four for initiative? Uh, no, 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 it, it fucked up. Oh, rolled you rolled 10. a 10. Um, oh, okay. Nobody question. beat it at initiative then. I would like to say this one thing. Yeah. It was good knowing you. How do we feel about casting in melee? Have we talked about this before? I mean, like, we, we, or no? uh, I don't think <laughs> it it's ever provoked. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Saving throw versus spells. Hey, don't say everybody because I don't think I'm near it. Uh, you're not. I knocked. And I'm casting magic missile. Uh, I mean, how far would you I... really have been from the door? From the guy what? when I have 14 HP? I don't want him coming through and hitting me. What's the range of um, knock? Uh, it's going to be 10 foot. 10 square feet per level 
No, the casting, level. the range is 60 oh, the yards. Range is 60 yards. Okay. Yeah. So I guess you didn't have to be right next to the door, uh, but you also cast enlarge last round. So... Archie was near me. Well, Archie was at the door. Oh, well then I enlarge Archie and I'd probably move away. Um, yeah, but it's a five yard per level range. Uh -huh. So you, you, yeah, I, I don't, you don't necessarily have to be next to the door. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be far from the door. Listen, okay. I don't have to necessarily be next to the door either. You really? were. You called yourself well, as no. near the door I, so that you could jump no, no, by and grab no. the cord. Hiding, hiding around the corner. Depends. Yeah, on yeah, but that's still next to the door. That's still well within fireball range, my friend. Um, I'm not your friend. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Well, it's okay. It's okay. I think. <laughs> I think it's time for everyone to die. Please, everyone, except for Nilrum and Seymour. Uh, Wait, but I, there's, there's, there's a wall between me and the fireball, so I would That's say true. that gives me uh, some advantage well, or reduction in damage. I mean, you got your little forcel, and then you got your stairs that come up over here, and your stairs that come up over here, right? And the Death Knight is um, on the inside. You're and fun, you're here and Sale was nearby because he was going to attack with his dagger and your wraith is on the inside and at best at very best you're just like right here uh, at this corner yeah. peeking yeah. the corner and yeah. our death knight is definitely throwing the fireball not at Archie mm -hmm. but you know like somewhere over here um, I'm pretty sure you're still within range maybe maybe a plus one for the cover yeah, there you go well, I was saying maybe the cover would reduce the damage because I don't think even if I cast a save, I'm still dead. No, no, no. Yeah, I think you're. I think. I think this is. I think this is our party wipe. Someone typed uh, in chat. Seventy damage on average. Uh, Archie, <laughs> saving one, throw versus spell. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> you did pass, Nick. Potato McWhiskey is, I believe, obliterated and burned by the spell. Captain John Winters is obliterated and burned by the spell. Archie is obliterated by the spell. The Wraith is obliterated by the spell. Standing, uh, hopefully 40 feet away, is a Nilrum with a monkey. And your magic missile goes off, and he gets what? Magic resistance? Yeah, 75%, but on an 11 or higher, it reflects. All right, one D one on eleven or higher of D one hundred. That is that is what it's. Well, its magic resistance is seventy five percent, and if an eleven or lower is rolled, oh, lower on the percentile die. On the percentile die. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one uh, is resisted. Resisted. Two resisted. resisted. Three resisted, resisted. Four four not resisted. Hey. Oh wait, you don't get four magic missiles though, do you? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Okay. Seven. Go ahead and roll me. Uh, Two damage. Cool. Excellent. <clears throat> Roll me initiative, Nilrum. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what there is to do. Uh, I think there's nothing to do but to die. Well, hold on. It's not true. Um. It's okay, yeah, guys. It was all it was all a dream. <laughs> uh, Nilrum is gonna. The door's over here, right? For wizards and apprentices. Uh, no, no, no. That's behind you. Hey, this door. The the death knight is still inside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nilrum is gonna run and try to shut the door. Excellent. D ten plus three. 
Can I get my plus four to this? No, it's just saving throws. Save throw. Okay. It will cast power word stun. No save. No, no. What? You can't. It does one of those once per one day. One of those per day. Oh, is it one of those? It is. Once per day, can use power word, blind, kill, stun. Ah, excellent. Well then, um, if that's the case, its initiative is going to be a little bit higher. It's going to be uh, four higher. So that would bring it to a uh, nine because it's using its sword. And as you run to the door, um, it steps out towards you and will swing with his sword. 1d20 plus nine plus... Um, three. With its two-handed sword. Uh, no, it's a, it's a long sword, so it's got to be plus two. So it's hit. only a 25, which will hit for 1d8 plus two plus... Play as hand, does it? Yeah, probably. Have we been doing that? Then... Oh, no, 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 we haven't. We've only been doing I didn't think... on 18. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, 1d8 plus 2 plus, what's the strength bonus for 18-100? Uh, Eight? I'll look it up. Seven? I can't remember. Six? Um, six, yeah. Uh, it'll hit a nil room for 11. Not too bad. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm at three. Um, all right, I'm casting a spell next round. Uh, yeah, because this round you you get stopped from getting to the door and the Death Knight sort of marches you back and he'll make an attack roll, uh, initiative roll. Oh, He rolls eight, you roll nine. Yeah, I'm dead. 1d, Probably. 20 plus one. nine plus three as 21 it's and one. 1d8 plus uh, eight. He will behead Nelrum and the pirates of the Dardens will die. <laughs> no fucking way. Can't like believe that. that. <sighs> well. With the clerics. The fun the campaign, fucking... guys. <laughs> White Prince, it was something Make sure like to head over to times of death. Patreon.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh my god. Somebody's part. I've just caught up with all the bots. This is the first episode I've watched live. <laughs> <laughs> good job, buddy. You did it. You got the uh, good you one. Give us some lore on, I guess, what you wanted Rohi and stuff to be, since this is probably over. Ah, uh, you know the the classic rule is if we can't figure it out on screen, um, we can't figure it out. But but a Death Knight now has Rohi's amulet with Rohi on it, which is just like a gem to think about. It's an upgrade. Yeah. So that's a big upgrade, actually. Is it, though? Is... For Rohi? Well, it, is in some ways. It, it depends. If Rohi can work with the Death Knight, that seems like a pretty good deal. But also, Death Knights aren't really normal creatures of this realm and might not really... Maybe the Death Knight just holds on to that thing and buries it somewhere on this ship. Who knows? Um... But I do believe that is going to be uh, a good old GG. Does that do we have any questions? Time. My question no, is, so. <laughs> how did he throw a fireball past Archie? True. <laughs> True. There was a wraith, was a wraith and Archie in front of him. I feel You're like right. he's got to have a clear shot.
I, if it hit Archie in the chest, it still would have done the exact same thing. It still would have hit all the people. Um, but I think you're yeah. right. It wouldn't go past Archie. It would just hit and then blow up and around and still wrap and hit everything. Yeah. Uh, so um, there how was did the some stuff. Well, oh. there were some things oh. that I was that were going to come up in the next session, which probably would have um, maybe predated this one a little bit. Is that Telemaki? the great dragon that you've released for the sea has uh, really gone to bat for you against the white prince. Um, and that fleet, the white prince was sending to chase everyone down has been wrecked and destroyed. And the oh. outer rim is completely freed as the white prince is now in full anti-dragon white prince versus Telemachy oh, battle. Um, and the whole area has gone to hell in a handbasket. That was going to be where we pick up in January is that, you know, the, Telemachy's raging on the seas and creating storms and there are going to be weather pattern changes and the White Prince is um, in serious trouble. And now that Rohi's on your little necklace, uh, you would have been able to leave the Dardens and travel the world. And Oh um, my fucking God. Uh, Jesus Christ, really, dude? What the fuck? I just, I can't believe that the campaign's over. I just, I don't, I don't. It's all in the crystal ball, guys. <laughs> this is Norm's wacky dream. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Well, well, well. Uh, Nick, you were about to say this is your your first character death or something? First TPK. Ah, oh, really? After all these years, oh, really? only one I don't TPK. Think I've had a TPK either. Yep. Well, I'm so glad I get to be your DM for your first TPKs, everybody. I think. Mm -hmm. About a, a third of D&D campaigns end to TPKs, and about half of them end because of scheduling issues, with the remaining <laughs> one-sixth of campaigns finishing, uh, typically speaking. So, yeah, this was beautiful. Uh, players, any, anything you want to say to each other or questions you want to ask that I may answer? <laughs> This is like the least satisfying ending. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, just can't believe it ends like this. Since the I thing with like a year and a half of my life playing this fucking cafe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys are interested. Maybe we can talk about doing another campaign, just keeping the Patreon, and then swapping new stuff. That'll kind of be, I guess, after this episode. If you guys want to talk about it, if we have any ideas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I like the I like the cast and crew, so I think it'd be cool to keep going. But yeah, we can talk. It's a about great it. group yeah. of people. Yeah. Um. Aside from that, we're gonna find out who Rohi was. Uh, was there anything worth it behind that door? Is the question I would like to ask. There was a key behind that door, a key that opens a chest in the um, evocation room, which contains the source of power for the ship, which is a philosopher's stone, an oh. item of unimaginable power, but that could power such a magical ship like this over the ages and have all these rooms. Uh, philosopher's stone is a chip off of the staff that holds the world. So it's like, a, a physical manifestation of the magics of all the elements put together and uh, with it in hand you can use it to shape you know it's just huge un fundamental amounts of power but uh, you weren't expected to ever get to it because it's you know behind the the death knight mm-hmm mm -hmm. <laughs> god damn it yeah well yeah yeah just wasn't expecting a death knight you know i mean i said Death Knight, to Death Knight. I, I put the word Death Knight in there like a bunch of times. Yeah, you I did. tried to. You did, yeah, you did. I really you tried did. to say like what I what I really joke about you a did. Death Knight being here. I tried to telegraph so hard, and it was beautiful. But that is the <sighs> kind of thing you would say if it was like an if it wasn't a Death, Death Knight. Knight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. 
Well, to be fair, our characters would have died here 100 percent of the time because yeah, like, yeah. we had no way to evaluate yeah. the power level of this creature. But yeah. Everything else we've ever found, we just like walked in and obliterated. Yeah. <laughs> it's this fucking thing. Mm -hmm. A victim Fucking of your man. own success. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of stings, I'm not going to lie. Well, Merry uh, Christmas, losers. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> so, were uh, we just meant to leave at that point, Neil? There was nothing more we could do on the ship. I mean, there was the illusion room and the necromancy room, and they oh, were... Oh, what was in those? Yeah, but we can't uh, get them open, right? Can't get them open, but we're in them. Um, the illusion room. First, there's a save or a spell, and if you uh fail the save, it looks like the door is shut. The abjuration door you actually totally could have opened with the, it wasn't the magic problem, it's just that the abjuration room fails to open and was forever shut, it was just like closed. Um, mm. just very coincidentally, the illusion room has animated paintings adorning the walls. An unseen band plays very old and out of date music. Components and tools to make dust of appearance and dust of disappearance are lying about. Although, if you, due to the utter chaos of the rotting ship, if you make dust of disappearance, it'll just blind you instead of um, work functionally. And the necromancy room has a small, rather cozy room in fairly good condition with scattered velvet crushed seats, tables, bureaus adorned with food and drink. There are a few books to be found. Each is bound in the skin of some sort. And their contents is mostly, excuse me, on the metaphysics of how necromancy should be used. The following spells can be found in the room. Chill touch, spectral hand, hold undead, vampiric touch. One book is wrapped in an iron band with a lock. Only the correct magic key found in the captain's quarters where the death knight is will unlock it. Oh, emblazoned emblazoned upon the it? steel are the words restricted. Within it is the magic jar spell. Ooh, sick. Wait, what does the magic jar do? Oh, that's you... such a cool spell. It lets you, like, oh, it's the phylactery? Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of, sort of. Sort but it's of, better yeah. than that. You can put your soul into a gem, and then you can forcibly attack someone else and transfer your soul into their body and their soul into the gem. It's sick. So you can, like, mm -hmm. take that over is... people's bodies. That's absurdly powerful. Can you, you know do that? Really like... Nick was just getting his character to have good. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. And as soon as he had it, Glue <laughs> fucking killed us. We all should have known this was going to You know, happen. the other side I of feel that. Like we got... Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I feel like we got baited when he said the Death Knight had a rope. <laughs> Obviously, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go grab that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I was like, oh, yeah, just grab that. Like, just take I it. was baited by the fact that it wasn't making any noise when it hit the glass. It's because it was sealed within. If it, there's magic yeah. strong enough to hold back a death knight, it was also supposed to, you know, hold back um, sounds and vibrations coming through. Was Why the, was he trapped? Um, hmm. I'm going Just to click. leave most of the story about okay. this ship and how it got here uh, for later campaigns and not reveal. Just things. a quick question in case we can save the day, the day here. Is there any chance that Nilrum's Knox spell would fail? No. No. You sure? Sadly. But if Nilrum's yeah. Knox spell has failed, you would have physically picked the light. It, it, it opens, yeah. It opens. Definitely, 100%. I thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, Knock would open it. Uh-huh. Well, yep. Uh, Sale, yeah. uh, you could also command John's undead spirits. Um, John gets his power oh. sort of from through Rohi. You're very connected to Rohi. Uh. The both of you would have been able to control his spirits, which I hope she would have figured out or um, learned eventually. And then if each of you issued opposing commands, it would follow whoever wins a willpower check between the two of them. Oh, that's pretty um, cool. Which I would yeah. lose. So. What, what <laughs> was in here for? That I'm dead. 
<laughs> what was in here for Archie that you mentioned? So the Wraith does um stat draining, which Archie's immune to. And the Archie could, you know, hold things that are out of phase. So the phase spiders, for example, Archie oh. could, if you were holding a phase spider, it wouldn't be able to phase out of existence. Um, and in oh. the Wraith, you could also like grasp and interact with in ways that they're not supposed to as mm -hmm. a like showing that Archie is yeah. sort of, um, you know, reaching beyond the mortal plane and able to interact with. Um, the, yeah, it was a lead into some other things about that. But instead, Archie just cast Fist and um, yeah. fucking killed everything all the time. Except for the Death Knight. I will say this. There, there was a tiny sliver of a chance that we had a Death Knight and a Philosopher's Stone and like That's true. an ancient ship. There was like that. That would have been I mean, insane. I feel like we yeah. took the sick, correct man. path. <laughs> to be honest, I never thought about the Death Knight and the Cord and trying to get it. It was one of those things like, I'll add this, I'll add this, I'll add this. Oh, these are all nice. And then you're like, but does the Death Knight have a cord? I'm like, fuck, it does. God damn it. It's definitely undead. It follows those rules. Oh, no. And I had a moment of fear of like, what if he gets a Death Knight on his side? What will that do to the <laughs> campaign? I feel like, I don't say this as a criticism, but you must have known we were going to open that door. You yeah, must have you known. Not to open the I door. know. Obviously, we were going to open the door. I it's, thought. It's like the giant red button that you... I thought yeah. Nick and Mr. Mooton, having just dealt with a Death Knight, would know better. But the yeah, thing I is, did, I, they, they in my in, defense, like, I didn't know what a Death Knight is. Armor. And I, the, I couldn't True. imagine that a Death Knight would just be kind of in just, you know, the run-of-the-mill whatever stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought ancient magic ship, one of the towers of high sorcery, all these things on it, super old and decayed, yeah. lots of powerful magic lying around. I thought it would telegraph it's hard enough. It's easy to say that in, in hindsight. It's hard to know. I don't think in a million so. years I'd ever turn down going in the captain's room. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. I was always going to open that door. When I said, well, we're obviously opening the door. Oh, I mean, no one my heart broke. We're, yeah, we're obviously opening yeah. the door. Yeah. Well... You know, well, these things happen, good. and um, death is a part of life, and character loss is a part of character creation. <laughs> and... I know you did a lot of uh, you did a lot of planning for the new year. <laughs> uh, there it goes. Does anyone else feel like Koibu is too amused by this? <laughs> like too much he hasn't gotten to kill people in a long time. It's, it's been a long time. Hey, Nick, yeah. This could be good for us for Toss. This could, could be. Yeah. Yeah, now we're a lot of win. <laughs> Now we're allowed to win tomorrow. That's big. We take the L today for the win tomorrow. Um, do you guys oh, want to yeah. end here and then talk off stream for like 30 minutes? That sounds yeah, great. Sure. Yeah. We can figure some stuff out. Cool. All right, everybody. Tides of Death has well, been great. It's been super fun. I'm glad we all got to do this together. And I hope we get to continue to play in the future. It's been a blast. Thanks for watching, everybody. Right. And thanks to everybody who supported the campaign. Yep. Thank you, guys. I'll give you an update so on the Discord. Uh, mm -hmm. the campaign discord if we're going to continue or what's happening hopefully i can give it to you after this but um i'll let you know in the future so thank you all right goodbye mateys